we get started. Bro. I'm tired of talking about the weather. It's like dominating my life. It's so fucking depressing. And chance to talk about the weather has turned into Democrats. Just like when gas goes when gas gets down to you know three dollars and sixty cents, we're like, oh hey man, it's good, it's great. It's great. The weather's the same way now. Yeah. We're like, oh it's ninety-seven. This is amazing. And it sucks. Are we starting this one off political? No, that was not political. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> the weather. Thank you very much. <laughs> man, the weather sucks. Mm. Yeah, no shit. Jeez, when is this going to turn around? Like. October. I don't. Yeah. So October. We were, I was just looking up. Like, we get a break tomorrow. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Where's we get a break, get a break of 97. Uh, 97 yeah. for the high Thank tomorrow. God, I'm going to go outside tomorrow. 96. <laughs> Enjoy the weather. And then 99. Mm-hmm. And then just when that's starting to feel good, bam! 110. 110. Back up to 110. <laughs> and then another God week of us. that. <laughs> no, my God, dude. No mm, rain. Zero no rain, rain in the forecast. No, Jesus. Yeah. So is hay done for the year? <laughs> oh, they're bringing. They're already bringing it in. I've seen them on. Oh yeah, they're bringing it in from out of state. So yeah, I mean, if we if we don't get a rain in the next two weeks, we're done. I mean, yeah. I, I've still got some. That's, I don't know how, but it's barely hanging on. Yeah, I wouldn't talk about that. It yeah. just yeah. So that's the situation yeah, with that. Curse it. But Jeez. the situation with us tonight is we are joined by our good buddy and uh, barbecue. Chef, I don't know what all all you have attached to your names now, but uh, Justin West is in the house. Yeah, hey man, glad to be here. Welcome, welcome to Thank the show, you. and thanks for joining us. We got a lot, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. It's been a minute, man. This one's uh, a chance. And in case you've never listened, if um, if you're a fan of vegans, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is <laughs> this vegans are not the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not the one. If, if we have vegan fans, somehow. They're not going to want to tune yeah. into this one. Cover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> they may bleed. Hey, Doc, see that open bottle in front of you? What, what's in there? New riff. Yeah, pass that down. Or, or do you want this? God, no. That's this Doc. Is, this is well-aged. Yeah, that's It's <laughs> <lah> <laughs> Doc's spit bottle. <sighs> Justin, Oh, you. wait. This one, uh, we lost the uh, new riff. No, I got it right no, here. Just oh, the it. goal is to just finish that. You just got back from a cook-off in Florida? Yeah, Key West. Nice. Yeah, it's been a long, a lot of traveling this summer. So I don't feel bad for you that you had to travel Jeez. so much. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's what I wanted to do starting this year out, you know, travel more instead of stay so local. So uh, I've got my travel bug out. Still got a two more two more stops, Kansas when, City and Pennsylvania. So. Okay, so when you say starting the year out, this is the start of the cooking season? No, back in January. Okay, you know. gotcha. How long yeah. does the season run? Uh, depends on where you're at. Okay. So if you're in South Texas, man, they'll, they'll cook 52 weeks a year. They don't even take off for Christmas. Okay. But uh, up here, we uh, we like to go pretty hard from the, you know, until the heat of the summer mm-hmm. and then take a little break for a couple yeah. months and then uh, chill out. It's too hot. It's too damn hot, man. You don't even need a fire. Yeah, you say. yeah it don't take your... much wood if you're cooking. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm, speaking for me, I'm 300 pounds, man. I'm taking a break. So. Yeah. But yeah. The, uh, the deal in Key West was a whole other deal. I mean, I mean. It's Key West. You don't turn a, turn down a chance to go there. And no, was, that, was yeah. that? I'm just going off Facebook stuff. But was that like a spur of the moment type thing? I, I seen him saying, something "Yeah, about you jumped on a plane and came down there just to cook with the who? And you cooked with somebody, with right? Cosmo, Cosmo. Yeah. Right, so yeah. it was it was a, the, the whole thing was thrown together pretty quick, like in the last three months. I can't believe they threw it together that quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got invited to go cook with Cosmo, who's a main sponsor of mine, out of Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. Myself and Dirk Mullins got invited to go up there, and uh, man, it was a who's who of barbecue. I think they said they uh, it's pretty much all the guys who have a huge platform on social media, and uh, I think they said they had like over twenty million followers. That just the Dude. people who were there with wow. eighteen teams. 
Hey, so wow. They were it was a it was a fundraiser for the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. Oh, cool. Okay, so very cool. It was a three part deal. It was a fishing one day, a lobster catching the second, and then the barbecue, and it all got tallied up to the for the overall lobster catching. So yeah, you, you actually go, had to go catch yeah, your oh own. Yeah, it was it was the opening of lobster day or lobster season down there. So you have oh, to wow. dive down and go get them with your hands. They don't have pincers. They're called spiny lobster in Florida. Okay, I was going to ask so, what the variety of lobster is there. Yeah, it's just I mean. Dude, I'm from Texas. I've never dove in the damn keys, so uh, but I have now, and it's really fun. I was so. going to ask, that's got to be a trip. It is, man. You're swimming with barracuda and sharks yeah. and all kinds of fish, and you go down, and you're just snorkeling pretty much, and depending on where you're at, you can be in three foot of water, or you could be in 13 foot of water. Yeah. Nope. And, dude, uh, that's pretty nope. cool, though. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the water's so clear, man, and, and you're just sitting there. Once you get acclimated to snorkeling and breathing and like that, yeah. of course, I've done that before, so that was pretty easy, but getting that deep breath to dive down 13 foot and then fight a lobster and then come back up with it. Yeah. You're huffing, or I will speak for myself. I was huffing and puffing when I came oh, I back would, up. I'd be too. But are, it's adrenaline. What are you saying no over here for? You wouldn't yeah, do that? Nah, nah. There's not alligators really? there. Nah. Is I, it? I just watched the Meg too. Oh, no. Oh. That's TV, man. That's what, So we caught 10 sharks. Yeah, see? It's and, not TV, bro. Uh, and the guy, I asked the guy, I was like, dude, if we fall in, how bad is it going to be? He said that they only sharks only bite on TV. Sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said those sharks would leave, and they would, you would never see them what's again. That, oh, what's man. that surfer chick with one arm? Ask her about how they only bite on one. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was mistaken nah, for It's not slowing seal. her down. No, nah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's not slowing me down She's either. still paddling out. Just yeah, like, a, just made just like Australia. Screw Australia. I'm not going. <laughs> Everything tries to kill you in Australia. They got the top 10 deadliest snakes there. Dude, that's Australia's one on my bucket list to go cook. Meat stock down there. Yeah. It's yeah. a big deal oh, there. Yeah. Oh, huge deal. Interesting. Huge deal. Mm. Gotta wait till my kids get out of school so I can afford it. So stick lobsters. That's your, what would you call them? No, the spiny, spiny lobsters. Spiny, spiny lobster. Yeah, spiny they have. They, instead of like pinchers on the front, they have real long tentacles. So when okay. they're backed off in a rock, you can see those tentacles sticking out, and that's yeah. when you go down. And, you just grab them by the tentacles. Uh, no, you go down with a net and a tickle stick, and you, you'll literally you'll tickle the belly, and lobster will run backwards. So you put huh. your net behind them if you can, and kind of wedge them out of the hole or the rock. Tickle their belly, and then they'll just run right into your net, and it's a race to huh. the surface. Wow. How big are these compared to, like, live Maine lobsters? Uh, they've got, of course, I don't know. Don't give me mm-hmm. no one on the uh, on the measurements, but on all the, the tickle sticks when you go down, mm-hmm. they have a, a metal key, like a church key-looking thing, about mm, six inches long, and you got to put it on the head, and if it touches the tail, it's undersized. you got to let it go. Let it go. Oh, wow. So, I mean, heck, man, it's, I would say, a good-sized one. I mean, okay. A foot, maybe fourteen inches. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. and that, I'm just guessing, man. I mean, that's that's purely. Yeah, but you didn't have to pay for that lobster, right? Oh no, no, not at all. See, so if we lived in the Keys, we could just mm. go out there and tickle us up some I mean, they're lobster. Like, they're sitting, you know, when they're sitting on top of oh, a cooler. Oh hell yeah! Uh, sitting on top of a cooler lid, oh. it takes up the whole lid. Okay, yeah, yeah. those so, are pretty sizable. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's one lobster tail. You've eaten plenty. Nice, so. nice. Uh, Let's so you, go lobster tickling. I like that. You said Dude, you can't. I think we should. Yeah. Let, Dude, Let's I'm telling it. you, it's fun. And I got, hey, I got the guide that can put you on them. Dang. So we actually won the fishing portion of it. Okay. And our, our guide was named the Master Bader. He got the, <laughs> he, he got the award. So. You had to get in line to get that name early. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. You had to catch the most fish. So, man, we tore them up. We did like four different kinds of fishing. We did reef fishing. Yeah. And we went out to an old shipwreck where the Coast Guard had sunk it for, for, uh, for scuba divers. Yeah. And then we went out and caught barracuda. We caught mahi mahi. And then we went out and caught the sharks last, and it was an absolute blast. Did you eat the sharks? No, part of the tournament rules were you had to let the sharks go. Okay, so just so, catch yeah. release. So you had, you know, they had the rules. I didn't know that that's that they do these tournaments down there, and each fish is worth so many points. Okay, and then 
and then like the first fish is worth 10 points and then by the fourth or fifth fish you have it's worth no points so it forces you to go after another species oh that's kind of cool because essentially you can throw a chum bag off the back of the boat and there's fish just on you the whole time you can just pick them out of the water and get your normal you know your multiple species yeah and kind of cheat but they make you go for it so and each fish is worth different points watching all those freaking videos you were posting y'all are just i guess set up on a sandbar or a beach of some sort yeah so the when we went lobster diving we did a half day deal and then we went out to the to the uh to the sandbar it's about it's a marvin key it's probably 10 miles out from key west okay and you're literally just on a sandbar that did and in key west there's no all the beaches are man-made oh no shit yeah so they go out to those sandbars and bring the sand to the beach okay and man-making there's not very much it's not really a beach town it's more of a fishing town and tourism and bars okay Hmm. and uh and a lot of bars at that, so down on Duval Street. But anyway, so you go out, you know, so we went out there. Big Green Egg was a sponsor. They had, mm-hmm. I mean, they had a who's who name of sponsors. Washer Sister Sauce was there. Yeah, well, that's who was putting it on. Oh, really? Yeah, Baron Burton's uh, W Sauce. Uh-huh. That's who the guys who put the whole thing on. Oh, dang. Bear is a fishing guy down there in Key West. They all live in Key West. Yeah. So hmm. they threw this together. And we went lobster catching, and we all took the lobsters back to the sandbar. Yeah. And uh, we all cooked at Big Green Egg, had everybody a green egg there. <laughs> yeah. It took us about four and a half hours, and then they had canopies set up. There's 20 of them. And by the time we were done, the high tide had come in, and we were knee-deep in the ocean cooking. That's pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah, and then the locals found us, and, man, it turned into a big deal. A party? Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those sandbars out there, everybody's just tied off, kind of like us rednecks do at Wild County Park. Yep. <laughs> it's a much prettier view down there. Right? I was going to say, yeah, I'll yeah. take the Florida Keys yeah, over the, that. The water's yeah, clear. I, saw, yeah. I did see that everybody uh, – all the big green eggs lined up. Those pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I, they were, man, I love cooking on mine. Yeah, no, I mean, things run hot. So. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. We've got a you know an old smoker pit that we built my freshman year of high school that still mm-hmm. does great. But when you're wanting to do a brisket or some ribs, just a one rack or one brisket, I, that's all I use. Is a big right. green egg. Oh, they're easy, man. I mean, it's <clears throat> but you've been promoting this uh, pit that's built from a drum. The right? drum, yeah, yeah. Yep. That thing looks pretty sweet. Is yeah. that something you helped design? No, I mean they've been around a while. We okay. kind of we Benny Coger and I started a company just kind of as a a hobby to make a little money to pay for this traveling and everything we do, and then it turned into a full blown business. Yeah, and then we sold it. So okay, we uh, we built twenty drums the first year, sixty the second, and three hundred the third. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of the drum? It was a short rib drum smokers. That's so right. Okay. We sold it to some guys down in Cameron. They had another one. Yeah. They were wanting to go a little bit more full bore. We were kind of wanting to throttle back, and yeah. it just lined up. And we said, well, "Why don't you just take it?" Oh <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. So it worked out. It worked out good. Okay. So what do you? Uh, what's your current preferred setup man uh i'm sponsored by hasty bake so i'm cooking on one of those and essentially it's just a drum it's just square okay. yeah uh but also i'm man i'm i went back this year to the uh, offset the stick burner on Did brisket you? and it's okay. it's been a huge boost for me i mean we've been really really good in brisket this year so okay well let's take it back so you have been involved with a competitive barbecuing for how many years now this is my 10th year i'll be damned. Damned. <laughs> okay. yeah it's crazy did you blink and you're like Dude, 10 I, years goes no by joke. quick. It's Dude, insane. I was, we were at a cook-off the other day, and I was like, man, who's the old guys that have been around here? Yeah. And I was like, shit, it's me. It's, <laughs> we're it's it. like Y'all me and three now. other guys. So, yeah. Yeah, you're, my history and your history, we, uh, together, we go back quite a ways. I went to high school together. Yeah, oh, yeah, high school, and then all the uh, all the shenanigans after high school. Oh, I don't want to talk, then, about, I don't even want to talk <laughs> about that part. <laughs> yeah. But then, I guess, as people do, everybody kind of goes their own way, and it's it's been a while since we've really just sat down and hung out together. So, yeah, yeah 10 minute, years man. have passed, and you have been involved yeah. involved with this com- competitive barbecuing for 10 freaking years. That's unreal. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It just started as a hobby, and, mm-hmm. you know, 
our first cook was actually in Decatur 10 years ago. Yeah. Got an eighth place chick and they hand us, I think, five or $600. And I said, hold on. We can drink beer all weekend. <laughs> cook, cook chicken. Ha- hang out with the yeah. best people you're ever going to meet. Yeah. And if you do good, they're going to hand you a handful of money. I was like, I think I might have just found what I'm going to do for a while. <laughs> and then sure enough, just my competitiveness and just diving head first into everything I've ever done. And this one's actually stuck. So. Yeah. So it took a, it took a, a win to really open up your eyes to what you could do. Yeah. Well, I, man, it's, it, I'm so beyond blessed because we hit grand champion, our third cook-off ever no in, kidding. in uh, Red River, New Mexico. Ah, and then maybe you talk place. about hooked. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that was like a $2,500 paycheck. Was that like, uh, the Larry Joe Taylor? Was, yep. it, was that the same time, the cool yeah. chili? Nights? No, that was it. That okay, was it. Yeah, right. we won that one three years in a row. And nice. then they, they changed the schedule. Decatur changed the schedule, and they pushed back the start of school, so we couldn't go anymore. So, <sighs> Damn it. But, yeah, Damn you talk about going districts. up there and cooking in August. I think it was this last weekend, actually. That's where I'd love to be cooking right yeah. now. I don't want to be cooking degrees. here. I don't want to be cooking here. Base of a mountain, listening to music. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. I'm tempted to open up the weather app and just see what it is there right now, but no, I don't, don't do that. I don't, don't want do to do that. Piss everybody off. I don't want to do that. 65, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to use my imagination. Right. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's been great. It's been just a – it's just been a ride like I would have never thought <laughs> it was going to turn into what it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us about, like, like what is barbecue? I mean, most of, most of our listeners – know exactly what barbecue is some of them might have been to a competition (laughs) maybe a few even all of our 17 listeners listeners are we up to 18 yet Uh, i think we lost a couple after last episode really yeah (laughs) sure no 16 yeah it's It's looking uh, up guys it's looking up (laughs) yeah no it's uh but but what's it about competing barbecue? Like, what draws you in? Because it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, yeah, yeah and a lot it's a of money. Full day, or for a barbecue competition, it's a whole weekend, a full weekend, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. for sure, multi day event. I mean, it's like what what goes into a competition? Well, first off, I mean it's it's a ton of work, a ton of money, but it's the people. The answer yeah. I've been asked, I mean, one couple okay. world championships, been all over, and it's always the people. It's you know. So ten years later, you're still finding yourself enjoying it and getting joy from it. It's dude, not, I mean, I've, it, I I was in Oregon three weeks ago. Yeah, you know, in uh, Key West last week, and I'm going to Pennsylvania to cook, and yeah. then Kansas City, and everywhere I go, I feel like I can travel the world and not yeah. pay for a hotel room. That's priceless. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. and it's just the people, man. And no matter where you go, no matter if it's up into the the left coast, yeah. you know, it's the people are the same. It's barbecue, man. Oh yeah, and it brings everybody together, and it's a it's a love language, and it's mutual yeah, I don't, between have everybody. You ever watched any Bourdain? I have so I'm not as much as I mean the hardcore Bourdain followers. They can quote him, but I yeah. can't do that. Well, his his grand philosophy was like, if you really want world peace and for everybody to get along, just have a big barbecue because everybody sure. everybody has their own way of barbecuing. It's true, and nobody's yeah. nobody's pissed off at each other at a barbecue. Like a friend of mine says, a good friend of mine, Craig Verhaga, his barbecue ninja, he says the only way to do barbecue wrong is to not do barbecue at all. That's a really good philosophy. Yeah. And that, it's, man, I mean, it's, you can't do it wrong. It might not go win a competition, but if you and your family like it, you're yeah. not doing it wrong. So. I, I agree. I think we've done a lot of the steak cooking, mm-hmm. and people were, oh, man, your steak's turned out great. What do you guys do? Like, it's really simple. Heat, yeah. butter, salt. Yep. Yeah, and, for and sure. A good, yeah. And a good cut of steak. There is a giant following for the uh, SCA, State Cook-Off Association. That thing is blown up huge. Nice. And they 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 all over too, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can you can kind of food sports really blown up, man. Since barbecue pitmasters back in the day, I like and that then, term, food sport. Yeah, and then and then um, COVID, dude. Oh yeah, COVID. I mean, everybody had to cook at home because mm-hmm. I'm sponsored by Royal Oak Charcoal. He said sales went up like 350. Mm. percent Let me add, where can you get Royal Oak around here? Well, Walmart. Orson's really? Lowe's, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's a problem because I don't ever go into Walmart. Yeah, so. yeah no. Yeah. Or I've never shopped Lowe's that's either. Where I get it. No, or you shit. come to the barn, dude. I got you. I've okay. got plenty of charcoal, so that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, right. I got. And you it's covered. the big lump charcoal. I've got both briquettes okay. or the lump. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you it, prefer? Uh, it just depends on what depends I'm doing. What I mean, doing. obviously, if you're grilling on a Weber or something, I'm more of a uh, briquettes guy, mm-hmm, you yeah. know. But uh, on my drums, I run a mixture of both, actually. So I run the briquettes on the bottom, lump on the top, so you get the flavor of the wood. Mm-hmm. And then you get the longevity of the burn when they start burning. I don't. It could be a load of bullshit, but Green Eggs always said no. You have to use natural lump charcoal. So I don't know if you've ever tried briquettes and a green egg. Yeah, or... I just did them last week, actually. Okay. But it's, it don't matter, man. Yeah. And, and here's a little insight for you: Royal Oak bags a uh, bags the green egg charcoal. Oh, so okay. There you go. So you don't have to get, get a little cheaper. Yeah. You'd be surprised <laughs> at the people who go, "I won't cook Royal Oak, but I'll go buy that green egg stuff." Okay, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, Royal Oak owns a lot of brands that no one knows about. Yeah, and a lot of private bags. Good for them. Oh, private labeling, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So, right yep. on. Um, a blessing. I think the ceramic Komodo type things, they just don't want you to use lighter fluid. Correct. It soaks into that that ceramic material. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the probably. Thing. Yeah. It's it's good to avoid lighter fluid. Sure. If yeah. you can, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you just get a propane gun. A yeah. propane gun, or you use those little um, the tumbleweeds. Felt, yeah, the yeah. tumbleweed. Oh, yeah. those yep. work good too. Uh-huh. Yep. Those are great, man. Those things I've. I've actually filmed lighting those things in the rain and Have watching you? them burn through the rain. Through the rain. Yeah, wow. They when they will start your fire quick. Right now, you just open your lid and put it in the sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For a couple right. of minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's no kidding, dude. It is hot out there. So speaking of things to do and not to do, I'm going to say something. Honest opinion. Uh-oh. Okay. Here. This is going to be good. Pellet smokers. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, tell us. Absolutely love them. Do really? you? Hell yeah. If you've ever bought any of my catering, you yep. ate pellet with smoke. Are you shitting uh, me? Yeah. Love I, it. Can you use them in competitions? Absolutely. So the rule on competitions is it has to be wood fueled. Okay. And it can't be, it can, you can have like a gas assist to start your pit or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. but it, you cannot cook with anything but wood fueled stuff. And pellets are considered wood. It is wood. Sawdust, yeah, yeah. Actually, Royal Oak makes a hundred percent all natural uh, charcoal pellet. pellet. Okay. Yeah. So you don't, in in your humble opinion, because my our our opinion, we is, don't have humble opinions on yeah. the show. <laughs> don't, our don't opinion be with with we, pellet smokers. We've had is, we, we feel that we this. could sit down, and he used to have one, uh, and used it until the, they crapped out on. I mean, used it so mm-hmm. much. So I mean, yeah, like eleven but years. We've we've all yeah. three said that we feel like we could sit down and blindfold ourselves, and you put two meats out, and we could. Taste which one come from a pellet smoker. It puts to, to me the, the the meat that I've I've had off of one. It, it has some kind some kind. It's almost like a Keurig coffee to mm-hmm. regular coffee. There's something about that Keurig that mm-hmm. I feel like I can taste something different. I don't know what the crap it is, but yeah, it could I just mean, be in my head. But I think a lot of that would be to what the what the flavor is of the wood that you're eating mm-hmm. and how they manage a fire. If it's uh, a real smoky fire, I mean, obviously you're going to taste it, right? So, kind of like a, I can go into most barbecue places, and even though I have a wood wood stack of wood out front, mm-hmm. I can tell you they're they're cooking what on they're a using? gas assist or like oh, an old yeah. dickery that's running on propane. You can oh, tell well. it immediately. Yeah, yeah, they put they put one log in there. It's they all taste the same. Yeah. So, but you know that's why I think a lot of these craft barbecue places are getting more 
popularity because they're actually cooking on stick burners. Uh huh. And mm, you can right. taste it. I mean, that's why last year I told you I switched back to the offset. Yeah. I had nine top ten finishes last year without a brisket call. No kidding. Yeah, and so I was like, man, it cost me. So I switched yeah. back to the to the offset in Texas. I was like, the drums got real popular. Everybody's on drums now. Yeah. Right. And then I switched back to the offset. Uh, had two forced and a first. The first three couple comps out. Ex- explain back to explain offset for people that might not know what. Okay, an offset is lingo is. Okay, that's that's when you see like the your your Oklahoma Joes or anything that has the firebox on the side. Okay, yeah. That you're burning wood in. You start yeah. it with charcoal, then you're going to switch over and f- feed it with wood. Mm-hmm. They call it a stick burner. Yeah. Offset. It's not. It's not a direct heat under your meat. Right. And I, I think that's the. I guess the most normal. Well, that's what we're old school in Texas. Yeah. If that's what we Texas, grew up yeah. thinking of a smoker. Yeah. Like if somebody said, yeah, you know, we were out smoking, well, it was either weed well, it or depend, it Yeah, was, it depends on who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or they were smoking on an offset smoker. Yeah. 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 Basically. And, and then uh, you're right. Like those drums got hugely popular for mm-hmm. very good reasons. Mm-hmm. You basically have that meat sitting on the heat. Which is generating flavor because you're getting the drippings from the meat right. as well. So it's, it's like and and it's like your R two D two concept. It's basically a drum, but it's a drum. It's just yeah. A, yeah. it just looks like R two D two. You know, there's a bunch of different drum manufacturers out there, and everybody will tell you why theirs is the best. And we we own the company, and I'd tell you it's meat over charcoal. Yeah. Amen. It's air in, air out. Don't matter yeah. how you do it. It's meat over charcoal. Yeah. yeah. And the, the drums got so popular in the competition circuit because they're cheap. You can throw them in the back of your truck, mm-hmm. haul butt, and then, I mean, they don't they cook so much faster. I can do a brisket in four and a half hours. Damn. You know, so. That's insane. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if you listened to the episode with Brad Green. Uh, he was the, it was our 50th episode, but he, um, we, we kind of got into a little debate over. He's a chef. Ra- yeah, he is okay. a, he is a bona fide chef, but uh, like wrapping techniques. Okay. Can you give away? Yeah, no, that? I'll tell yeah. you. I don't have well, no secrets, And, and to continue his story, his is he only wraps with the butcher paper. He True. refuses yeah. to yeah. do it in, in foil. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. So it's like I said, the only way to do it wrong is not do it at all. Not sure. So there's, there's. When you wrap with butcher paper, you're going to keep more of your bark on your brisket. Okay. You're going to lose a little moisture while you're cooking it because mm-hmm. obviously it's soaking into the paper and leaving it. And then you can wrap it in foil. It's going to cook faster. You're going to almost like a braising. You're steaming it. Steam, that's yeah. what you're holding all that juice, but you're also going to you're going to lose some of your bark. Yeah. And then you know, and then all, these guys who are cooking low and slow, you know, two hundred, two twenty five, and they're doing it for twenty four hours. They're not wrapping because they're not even getting it hot enough to burn it. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of get the best of both worlds. But there's there's actually a technique on the a lot of people are starting to do now is uh, they'll wrap it in butcher paper mm-hmm. and then they'll put foil under it to catch the juices. Okay. And then so you kind of have the best of both worlds. And you just yeah get to recycle yeah. those juices and then it, when you yeah soaks those it. juices back up. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a I'm a foil guy. I go fast. We've always been foil. Yeah, yep. and then there's there's tricks to setting that bark back. I mean, it's never going to get set like you cooked a brisket 12 hours o- over a fire. Sure, yeah. with no wrap. But you can get it. You can give it the presentation that there's a bark without a bark. Well, his thing was, I think he wraps, and I think he doesn't. He lets it rest and come down to temp. While it's, for sure, yeah, absolutely. I don't think yeah, he wraps it and puts it back in heat. So That's I man, think it makes it stand yeah. up and less gelatinous. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's it's man, it's it just depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, you know if you're you know for competition, 
versus cooking at home, you're not trying to nail, you know, the perfect texture okay. of one bite. That's where most people mess up. Competition is one bite. bite. You have one bite to get as high a score as possible. So you're overdoing everything. You're overcooking it. You're over sauceing it. You're over seasoning it. Yeah. It's a punch in the mouth. You're really giving it the most you can. Versus sitting down and eating a whole plate of the shit. So is barbecue competition at location A versus barbecue competition at location B? Does this location have different specifications or what they're doing for their briskets? Are they all kind of streamlined in what you're looking for as yeah, they, barbecue characteristics? Yeah, they all kind of depends on like those sanctioning body, yeah. like the one here we're going to do in Decatur's Outlaw. Okay. And there's certain there's certain rules on can they pick the food up? Do they have to use a plastic knife and fork? Okay. And how you cook it and how you, you know, how you present it in yeah. a box versus over a bed of kale for like Kansas City style. Okay. So like in in, in Texas, there's a, there's a, ten, a term called Texas tender. You kind of overcook everything because they're going in with a plastic knife and a plastic fork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they get one bite. So if they're in there sawing on that bitch for 20 minutes, you're not going to get a good score. Yeah, oh. sure But enough. if they take their fork and cut it with their fork and eat it, you're already in the game. So if you're – if are you potentially cooking a brisket one for a sliced brisket and then a potentially cooking a brisket for two uh, chopped brisket? Because you're going to cook those briskets different, right? For sure. So, you know, obviously there's two muscles on the brisket. There's mm-hmm. a flat and a point. Or when you go into a restaurant, you'll ask them lean and lean and moist. So mm-hmm. your flat is where your slices mm-hmm. come from, and then your point is where your burn-ins and all your chop come from. Okay. So in competition, there's a depends on once again depends on where you're at. In Texas, we just turn in slices for the most part. Okay. In Kansas City, you can do burn ins if you choose to, or you can do pork. They don't or pulled. They don't care what you do. Okay. So a lot of people will separate the point and the flat, and cook them as two separate, two separate deals. So they'll actually cut it off before they get that thing on heat. Yes. Yeah. It, they'll trim oh. it. And they'll separate it completely. Okay. So they'll cook a flat like if you if you take a flat off of a brisket and for those that do know or don't know, there's there's a fat line right in the middle of yep. that brisket. Mm-hmm. And your grains, it's it's two muscles that sit on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you when you cut that, you you can do like the the grains run in different ways. So like how you would slice a flat is the complete opposite of how you would slice a a, a point. That's why you see these restaurants they'll slice up to a certain point, then they'll turn, turn or it, flip slide. it over, and then yeah. they start again. Yes. So I don't. Mm, I, this depends. Burn burn ends got to be perfect. So we when we cook them, if we me and my buddy that cook together, if 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 we don't put it in our mouth, eat it and go yes, then we don't turn them in. Okay. Because there's so much fat in that point. Yeah. That man, it can get real chewy, and if they're not the perfect texture, they're gonna kill you in scoring. <sighs> okay. Yeah. That's wow. the difference in one bite versus hey, that's pretty good. If you don't like it, spit it out and get another bite. You know. Yeah. You okay. Ever- so if you're cooking a brisket at home, are you are you separating those, or no. how are you going to do it? No, I, I never separate. I'm I'm I kind of use that fat on the point to protect what I'm cooking. Yeah. Okay. So and that also makes juices. So, but the guys who are who swear by it, they're always doing it, and it's just kind of I just do what works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But this is not just brisket in these competitions, is it? No, sir. So uh, most most competitions are three meats. You have chicken, okay, ribs, and brisket. And then it's not the what, only way you should eat chicken, in my opinion, barbecued with more cow. <laughs> yeah, smoke <laughs> with more cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised, man. You you'd be surprised on how good chicken really is when, uh, you, when I, you really I love pay attention to chicken. it. I, I yeah. Every now and then we'll have fried chicken. Like I'm serious. Like maybe once a year, 
But if I'm going to eat chicken, it's got to be barbecued. Yeah. It's got to be slow cooked. So, like, Doc yeah. asked me, like, what is barbecue? To me, barbecue is burning the shit out of a chicken leg. <laughs> I don't care what it looks like and just slopping some some sauce on it and eating it. It's not pretty barbecue like we're doing. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or it's a chicken. So let's know. take chicken. You know, a lot of people feel like check, chicken should be kind of high temp, mm-hmm. quick. You know, that way you don't actually get this, like... Uh, Falling apart? No, yeah. Chicken's falling apart, but the skin maintains some mm-hmm. integrity, but but can be eaten with the chicken as well. And that maybe you... It's like a 375 uh, temp, you All know, right. to cook that. I don't know. Instead of low and slow. Yeah. That, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it just depends on what you're cooking. I mean, obviously, a leg or a thigh, if you're separating those pieces, you can take those to a higher temp. Yeah. But like when you're cooking a breast, I mean, you don't, you know, if, or if you're cooking a, a, whole, a whole chicken, what people are doing when they're cooking it that hot like that is they're trying to get the skin crispy. Yeah. Okay. Without, you know, and, and trying to get the t- chicken to the correct temp. Because yeah. you've got the, the trick on cooking whole or half chickens. Is you've got two different, you've got dark meat and white meat that's going to finish at two separate, two di- totally different mm, temperatures. Yeah, yeah. You got a, a breast sure that you thing. don't want to run over 170, and you got a thigh that needs to get to 185. Right. So that's chicken for the most part is your make or breaking competition. Really? Yeah, because that's your first, that's your first turn in. Okay. Chicken, ribs, and brisket. And then when you go to awards, that's going to be your first call. It's chicken, then ribs, and brisket. And if you, in my opinion, if you start out with a good top three chicken, you're in the running until you're not. Oh, I I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. And chicken was my strong point for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I had seven first place chickens last year. I'll be damned. I've seen some pictures of your chicken, and you and you know, I don't know if it's a trick of the trade, but you know how to make that the the rub really stick to that bird. Which you know if you've ever is? rubbed a chicken, it's not easy getting that stuff to stick. The trick is once you apply the the rub, never touch it. I cook them on those, those little wire racks. Yeah, yeah. Because every time you touch it until it gets hard, it's gonna smear or wipe, and it looks like Come shit. Right off. So, yeah, yeah. I'm anal when it comes to chickens, man. So um, does anybody still do the old uh, beer butt chicken? Is that still yeah, a thing? Yeah, believe it? it or not, they do. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I it never tell. wins, but I was they do. Say, I don't know if it's effective <laughs> or not because your your usual your cooking temps aren't really getting up enough to make that beer steam off i don't think yeah. so man what's funny is when we do cooking classes i tell people if you want to lose cook with beer <laughs> and everybody's like what, what? Like, it's bitter dude yeah you're yeah. putting beer into chicken it's yeah. bitter you know yeah, it's not a sweet meat to begin with what, what do all beer drinkers want when they're when they're drinking beer all day well they want they want salt yeah you you know so like when where we go and we cook i go and look at the judges are we at a bar if we're at a bar and they're drinking beer all day I'm going way up on the salt. Yeah. Mm. Wow. You know, if we're uh, that's uh, that's yeah. an interesting yeah. perspective. That's an interesting yeah. strategy. Stuff that you know rookies obviously yeah. if aren't we're, think if we're of. cooking in a Lions Club and the average age is 65, we're not going to put you know any kind of <laughs> habanero or jalapeno on anything. Yeah. So, okay. Competition <laughs> barbecue is middle that. of the road. Dude. So your scheme wow. changes depending on who or what is judging and where. Yeah. yeah. And where age range, male, it's like thinking female. about your audience. <laughs> Beer drinkers, wine drinkers, Lions yeah. Club old timers. Yeah, oh. uh, is it, Elks is that- Lodge. They're always in bars. You can hammer it with salt. <laughs> okay. And the time of the, in the time of the year, believe it or not. So, I told a guy in our class. I said my chicken kind of struggles during the colder months because it's a little bit salty. Yeah, I don't really like sweet. So, but when I tell him when when the women start wearing shorts and drinking beer, yeah. I'll start winning chicken. Yeah, because <laughs> you know it's getting warm outside. Yeah. So. Yep. Mm. 
<laughs> so are you able to compete in this one? Or no, no, no. Put, I'm, I'm, I'm just promoting. Right? I'm just okay. a promoter. That's not, oh, okay. that's not even. That's not even allowed. So. Okay, okay. Let's yeah. talk about this. I mean, we can we can talk literally well, all fucking. I was going to yeah. <laughs> yeah, about me yeah. on all that. If you we hadn't if even you got said, to ribs yet. If you said yes, I was going right, to ask you. On. Is that why you're here tonight? Is to see what we're supposed to be. I mean, obviously we want we want a story, but yeah, we got a little something to promote too. Yeah, yeah, true. We don't have to get on that yet. I heard cooking class. Yeah. So tell us about this. Yeah, so we traveled all over, man, and it's it's kind of funny when you start having some success, you get some notoriety, and you know people will start messaging you, hey man, I'm, would you help me do this? And they're like, well, I'm gonna help you for free, and then mm-hmm. before you know it, you're like, well, I'm gonna do a class, I'm gonna do a full competition class, okay? And then before you know, you can charge a thousand dollars. Fuck yeah, people want to win. Yeah, mm-hmm. people don't want to wow. spend the money, or they want to. They may not even be in it for a competition yet. They just may want to learn. For sure. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So there's there's like there's two different styles of class. You got your backyard class Uh where you're just trying to teach the basics of barbecue, like barbecue 101. Yeah. That's what I did in Oregon uh, last month, Fourth of July weekend. And those people just soaked it up, man. Uh, Because I had one guy go, hey, man, that uh, that brisket looks kind of raw on the outside. I said, no, dude, that's a smokering. Yeah. So he really thought that the pink, the, the, the red ring, yeah, wow. was raw. I said, no, that's the chemical with you know the the meat and the smoke doing yeah. still. So we did you do that, and those are usually pretty affordable, hundred, yeah. two hundred bucks a pop. Okay. And then the full comp classes, that's the tell all, and mm-hmm. you cook it for them in front of them. They get yeah. to see you do everything. That's where you're. That can range from five hundred ahead to a thousand. Yeah, yeah well deserved though, because you're. I yeah. mean, one, they're getting something that you're providing for them. Two, they're getting your expertise and your knowledge. Yeah, for sure. No, it's. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably pay for. There's it. a premium to pay for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's. We just did one at my house in January. We had a. Uh, we had thirty five people here. Had that a dude guy. fly in from Washington. No kidding. Just to come because he's going to come down here and cook. Yeah. So he, he wanted to come in and learn Texas techniques. I'll be oh, wow. So yeah, he flew in and he he was actually a world champion. Won the Jack Daniels in pork last year. His friend of mine, Jason. And I was like, what the hell are you coming here for? He's like, man, I'm fixing to be cooking in Texas a lot, and I want to shorten the learning curve. So he's already been a grand champion, but still wanted to come in and learn more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A world champion. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, there's Man, I'm telling you, when you get so in deep in this like we are, yeah. I could watch y'all trim meat or however y'all cook, and I could pick something up. Oh, sure. It might not be something you know major, but it could be something very small, and you'd be surprised on what you can learn just watching people. Just uh, shut up and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest factor is just shut up. Yeah, shut and then just if you go. have a question, yeah. you know, so I tell the people in the classes, I'm going to go through it pretty quick because we got three meets to cover in a short amount of time. But if, you know, if you have a question, stop what we're doing. Let's answer why we do it and how we're doing it yeah. and all that. But competition barbecue is so hot and fast. I mean, we cook everything at 350 degrees. No so, kidding. Yeah. Okay. You, and the- it, it's different cooking to a clock than to kick into a cold beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. The shutting up part, and you know, like you said, the shutting up and listening. The <coughs> shutting up part's got to be tough because for sure, people that barbecue like to talk about and brag about their shit. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, everybody always says, "Well, everybody on my block says I got the best food." And you know, and you know why, right? Because it's free. Because it's free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Start charging. Those, see are, what true words, <laughs> Which, Those are true words, man. Which brings me to one of my burning questions: Are barbecue competitions important for society, and why would that be? Man, you're getting deep, dude. This is barbecue. Yeah. Got the MD it's, it's, in front of yeah, his name for a reason. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, I'll speak for myself. It's 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 great for my health because I get to hang out with the most badass people that walk the face of this earth, man. Mm. And just, I mean, people who will just, I mean, bend over backwards for you. That's nice. Do anything in the world for you. Yeah. 
And it's uh, it's all about the people, man. It's I mean, the, the winning and the money, and that's all there. But it's the people first just and good blue collar, salt of the earth people, dude. I mean, yeah. we we cook with guys who are doctors, yeah. who are pilots, who are uh, computer salesmen, yeah. oil field workers like myself. I yeah. mean, it's it's all walks of life, man. And you know, then there's people who do barbecue for a living. I yeah. mean, it's insane. No, uh, uh, no Joe Bidens or Donald Trumps, though, cooking in. No. no those, we do have a team coming from Arkansas that, uh, called Trump My Rump Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so tell me this. Uh, do barbecue competitions maintain the standards around what essentially we consider barbecue? You know, it's uh, it's if we didn't have barbecue competitions enforcing these standards of Texas barbecue, would we lose what essentially is Texas barbecue? To you know, we're, we have an infiltration of uh, vegans and Californians coming in. <laughs> That's you know, it's very true. We did have PETA at a cook-off in Bedford, and they were out out there yelling at us the whole time. Oh, wow, I would love that. But yeah, uh, I, say, man, I hope they come to Decatur. When you know you're doing something <laughs> right. Good. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they're not they're opinionated, but oh yeah, it's man, what's crazy? And I tell people this, and they're like, man, they don't believe me. But this is the, from a guy who's traveled all over. Competition barbecue, for the most part, everybody's cooking a variation of the exact same thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I go to Oregon, I cook Texas barbecue. Okay. I put black pepper on everything. Yeah. You you live or die sometimes by that. Ooh, that was different. Different can be good. Different can be bad. When I go to South Carolina, when I go to Florida, everything's the same. The to your question, Doc, the uh, the commercial market is keeping more of that alive okay mm-hmm. so because they're selling it so yep. like like rodney scott in south carolina he's selling his south carolina whole hog yeah you're not going to see a whole lot of whole hog cookers in texas but you go to georgia everything's pork in florida they don't even hardly can do brisket mm-hmm. so it's funny when we go like i was in Georgia, atlanta georgia last year and a guy across from me got a comment card from one of the judges that said, great Texas brisket, and he's from Georgia. So he had to come and show that, throw that in my face. And I said, well, that's good because I'm cooking Georgia brisket, and I just beat your ass. So. But So you said Florida can't do brisket. Is that what you just said? That, that, man, they don't even have it in the store for the most part down there. Like, wow. My uncle called me in Dothan, Alabama, and says, man, where can I get a brisket? I'm like, Walmart. <laughs> Why is that? It just, it's just not, man, it's just not something they cook a lot down really? there. Or they huh. even have. Like, not a big like we can go up to our state. local meat market and get a pecanio or a, yeah. or a tri-tip, man, they, yep. or a beef ribs. Like, I have a friend in Birmingham, Alabama. He's a sponsor with Victorinox Knives. Mm. He can't get beef ribs anywhere around him. So anytime I go that way, I take him a couple of slabs of beef ribs. Yeah. Huh. So nice. It's just... I guess it's kind of like us getting real good fresh seafood up here. Right. We don't get it, so yeah. it's just it's just it's a privilege. Regional, man. I mean, yeah. Okay, that begs a question. I really want to know this. Outside of Texas, because that's where we're all from, what's got it? What's what's your favorite regional barbecue? I mean, you've been around the world. Yeah. Which uh, one's going to stand out? Man, as, great question. Holy shit, that was life changing. What's which bad one? is I don't eat barbecue, man. We <laughs> so much. I will fuck up a corn dog though. So. <laughs> uh, Man, I don't. I mean, I mean, I ate some of the best shrimp pasta that I've ever ate in my life last week. Yeah, you know, those resort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, okay. it's. I don't. I don't well, see our, how these guys that cook as much as we cook yeah. go and go like uh, go and eat barbecue all over. Like when we go up to Kansas City, a lot of them guys are like, "Man, we're going to go hit the barbecue trail. We're going to go hit four or five restaurants." I'm like, "There's no way." You don't do that. No. So I, when I go to other cities, man, I try to find what they're famous for yeah. and go eat that. Like in Kansas City, here's a recommendation. I'm telling you, it's the best you ever had. Oh. If you go to the Peanut, 
It is a dive bar just outside Kansas City, uh-huh. and they have the absolute best chicken wings you'll ever eat in your entire life. Interesting. I mean, that's and only eight hours from here. It's dude, worth it's the trip. Let's leave you. in the morning. It the is, peanut. Dude, it okay. is awesome. Is it 110 there? Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is here. It's warm, but yeah. it's probably not this bad. But, yeah, there's. I think there's a couple peanuts up there, but you want to go to the one in, like, the old downtown peanut. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not even as big as y'all's studio here, I don't think. Wow. And it is a little dive bar, and it's phenomenal. Okay. Mm. And then when you order like a ten piece, you get you get ten yeah. of the whole wing, the whole three pieces, the oh, tip, wow. the yeah. flapper, and the drummy. So man, oh, they're not I don't know what they out. do. Yeah, I think they like half fry them, half hit them on a grill or something. I don't uh, know. Okay, they huh. are phenomenal. There's a uh, Duff's in Southlake that will do. They do the combo. They'll fry them and then finish yeah. them on the grill, and they're pretty damn good too. Yeah, they're, so that's that's kind of what I like to do, man. If we're going to you know, if we're going to Florida, I'm gonna get I'm gonna tear up some seafood. Okay, if we go to uh, well, Oregon, all the food up there sucks. So, <laughs> so Sorry I, for I, my Oregon friends. I but. think what you're trying to say to Chance's question, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Texas has the best barbecue. I think it's what Absolutely. You're no I, doubt. I thought that's no what doubt. you was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, you, you, were in, you interpreted it well. Yeah, okay. I, I thought that's what you were trying to say, but I didn't yeah. know for sure. I'm surprised so, to hear oh, that Florida is lacking on the beef side, but it may be, you know, they're just not a big beef-producing state. Yeah, More I'm not for sure on that. I mean, I just know that you just don't, you know – it's it's so down there. So like, like how we have four or five sanctioning bodies up here in Texas, mm-hmm. they all do pretty much the same thing: chicken, okay. ribs, pork, yeah. brisket. They have stuff down in Georgia that just does pork. They'll do pork loin, pork shoulder, and pork spare ribs, mm. and that's hey, it. Wow. So okay, like man, how could you eat so much pork? You know, mm. but at least in Texas, you get a little break and you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, so same thing in Kansas City. You know, you know, all okay. over. So but, you, you keep saying uh, competition barbecue is all about the people. And then mm-hmm. you first, when you first started, you said that uh, competition for you is, you know, it's in your blood basically. Sure. So do you, do you have said competitors that you're just like, you, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I, kick I, your this ass. Has, happen, like, <laughs> has there been fist fights in barbecue? Well, no, 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 not necessarily no. that, but it's just like, do you have rivals? Do you have like these these guys mm-hmm. kicked my ass three years running? I'm, is there stuff? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no pronounced rivals like right. that. I mean, so in, there's points chases to where you're cooking for like a, a certain season, mm-hmm. and it's whoever wins the most. Okay. I mean, yeah, but like, did it be no different? Like, all four of us sitting at this table having our own team, we're buddies. We all set up together every weekend. Right. We we all want to win. Yeah, you want to be. It's one like when I can't win, at least I want my buddies to win. Right. So, but yeah, there's there's people that I mean. And the more you win, the more people want to want a gun for you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, especially like when you go win on a national stage, right? And then come back to the little po dunk ones in town, and yeah. everybody's gunning for you. And it's uh two two things happen: you're a cheater because you do it all the time, or they kicked your ass. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh, you're big yep. bad dude, and they we kicked your <laughs> ass. Like, so yeah, it it can go both ways. It's, but, it's, man, it's I mean, as far as rivals. Man, I don't. Man, I've, I've never really met an asshole cooking. Right. So yeah. everybody's yeah. out there for the same reason. I right. spent the money, traveled. So that sounds remarkably similar to like, similar to like local golf tournaments. You hear these or golf tournaments. It's always the dudes that are winning all the time, and everybody that loses, like fuckers, are cheating. Yeah, <laughs> right. same thing Martin in our Downer hog contest. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hog contest. Everything. Yeah, yeah. are cheating. Turn, <laughs> turning into total different judges every weekend, and somehow winning and cheating. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe your barbecue is going to speak for itself, but so, we're oh, go ahead. this competition coming up. Yeah, um, well, I got one more question before oh. we get to the Decatur one. All right, how does one become a world championship? Do you have to have like so many 
smaller championships before you get to that, or is there just like one big competition and that's if you win this competition, you're a world, or no, how does so, that stuff work? Okay, so so each sanctioning body has what they call at the at the end of their season a world championship. Okay. So like Houston and a world championship, they have you have to have international teams there. It can't be all a bunch of guys from Decatur, Texas. So you know what, world championship. Mm-hmm. So like Houston, there's 250 teams there, and there's like 40 or 50 international teams. So that that qualifies as a world championship. And then like KCBS from Kansas City. They do their points chase all year, and then at the end of it, they have the the uh, they have an invitational. A lot of these cookoffs are invitational. You've got to qualify for them to be mm-hmm. invited. Like the Jack Daniels is an invitational. There's quite a few, and then that's what qualifies it. And they always bring international teams. Okay. So there's teams from Costa Rica, Germany. You know, Australia is very big in barbecue. Yeah. Um, and just in Mexico, China, uh, China. There's, I mean, they from everywhere, man. Mm. So, but so, there's. I, I, of course, it, the Chinese have to be cheating. If they oh, yeah, they're <laughs> definitely cheating. <laughs> so it's, in my opinion, and I might get roasted for this, uh, I think the the term world champions, it's thrown around a little too loosely. Yeah. Right. But it's it, but it's the reason they do that. So like when we won chicken at Memphis and May this past year, and it's Memphis and May world championship barbecue season uh-huh. or um, championship. So they have, that's, that's their sanctioning body is MBM, Memphis Barbecue Network. And the, a lot of those guys, they don't go out and cook in Texas. They just do the Memphis stuff. Mm. And that's a whole different judging categories and criteria and all that. And then you got your Texas guys who go stay in Texas or chase a certain a certain uh, sanctioning body. And then you got your guys that uh, that will – like me, I'll go everywhere. I don't care. I don't ever chase points. I don't cook enough to win a point chase. But I, I like to go and see stuff. Mm. So. I'll go to Oregon. That's KCBS. I'll cook in Texas. It's Outlaw. I'll cook BCA. You know, there's all they all have acronyms, mm. and it's it's you can you know you can follow that one deal and become a points champion per se and get invited to places and then so like the main the the main the, there's like there's like five cookoffs like golf majors. That's what I was going to ask my next. Yeah. Is, is so, there like a Super Bowl of? Oh yeah, that's can, a, that's the world. That's the American Royal in Kansas City. So that's the biggest of. That's uh, seven hundred teams. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. and it's a, they have an invitational on the first day and then an open. They're usually about three hundred in the invitational, so you have to be a grand champion to cook that one. Oh wow! So everybody in the field has won a grand championship. Gee. And then uh, the open is just whoever wants to sign up for it. And that's when that's like seven, eight hundred teams. Right. So you got the Jack Daniels at the Jack Daniels Stillery. It's called the Jack. That's a world championship. That's a major. Houston's a major. The Kansas City, uh, KCBS or, or American Rule. Sorry, that's a major. And then Memphis and May. Mm. That's a major. So nice. that's where that's where everybody's trying to get to. Seven hundred mm. teams. Yeah. How do yeah. you? How do you even officiate? How do you, how do you that? judge that? Yeah, yeah. that's so, a lot yeah. of eating. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> man, it, they ain't sitting down eating seven hundred bites. Okay, they're you know you go to you go to tables, they score it, and then essentially they put it in order. Okay, so there's a lot of in, in competition barbecue, you have to have a good product, uh-huh. and then when you turn it in, that's where the luck comes in. Okay, you just got to hope it falls on the table that's scoring good, and just hope and pray. Okay. You can go from zero to hero. You can win the son of a bitch this weekend yeah. and go next weekend and get dead ass last. Nice. It don't happen if you're winning religiously. Yeah. But it does happen. Mm. So I had a friend up in Oklahoma last weekend. He got third to last in chicken and just kind of a smaller cook, 25, yeah. 30 teams. He was so upset. He was like, man, I think I got screwed. I think they messed up. 
I think I'm going to protest this cook. I was like, dude, don't do that. So he goes to – he's in Mayetta, Kansas this weekend, gets a chick, same thing, doesn't change his recipe at all, perfect score, first place, out of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's just barbecue, man. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, yeah. subjective yeah. to the judges. I taste. tell people, you, when, you, when you don't get the results you want – you walk out of there, you're like, screw this shit. I don't even know why I do it. I hate it. I'll yeah. see y'all next weekend. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so what do we got to do? Because I feel like uh, we should have more Big Daddy tournaments in Texas than just one. So what do, what do we got to do to get more? There's some big ones. I mean, you got San Antonio Rodeo. So sorry. Uh, you, you got the San Antonio Rodeo. You got Houston Rodeo. You got Austin Rodeo. Yeah, but you just uh, said there was only one in Houston. Well, that's the world. That's that's the big one. That's, I can't. I, I mean, can't stand Houston. So we yeah, need to do something. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I mean Houston, first place would be the Houston's put out some good barbecue. Oh, I'm, I'm. They put out a good lot of stuff, but they also suck balls. Houston, <laughs> Houston is like the mecca for all good food in hey, the state. Hey, you speaking of a hot? No, you said corn dog. Corn dog. Say, yeah, a hot dog place in Houston. Boy. Yeah, uh, well, it's actually in Conroe. But well, yeah, you got to accept where these competitions are held if you want big competitions. Well, what <laughs> you? No, have I don't. To. I don't have to. No. Yeah, so, so like Houston is in the uh, parking lot of Energy Stadium. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. American Roll is in the infield of Kansas Motor Speedway. That'd be cool. So I mean, uh, you, I mean, that big, you have to have somewhere big to put all this yeah, stuff. Texas so. Motor Speedway. I mean, come on, dude. I've been I've been campaigning that for a while. It's like we got all the room in the world. Yeah, buddy. It's, uh, so there's largest not one screen in the world. There. Yeah, that's a perfect. They place. do a small one with the with the NASCAR stuff, but. Uh-huh. Uh, it's NASCAR. Yeah, so the major <laughs> ones in Texas are correlated with some other event rodeos. Pretty much, like yeah, the big the big ones. Yeah, the, okay. You know, so like an, an average cook in Texas just on any any weekend is probably about thirty five teams, thirty mm-hmm. to thirty five teams. Mm-hmm. And I think we're I think Decatur is going to be a big one. How so, many teams? I think we're going to push the eighty teams. Oh wow! Yeah. There used to be one out in the Piney Woods somewhere with a a really really low uh, entry fee. So like all. All the poor black folk out in that part of the country that probably yeah. cook the most legitimate barbecue you've ever yeah. had, yeah. Her, and that would be that'd be interesting. Yeah. It's, so, what it's, is a uh, average fee to enter said tournaments? Just Joe Blow tournaments, not your not yeah. Your Super no, Bowl it's ones. I mean it's uh, but usually about one hundred and fifty bucks oh, okay. entry fee. And that's, that's not too bad. bad. No, it's not bad. But that but also provides you the the meats, right? No, no, no. no. no you got to no, get, get your own meat. Okay. On average, to roll out of the driveway, it's seven hundred bucks on a weekend Whoa. to go. That's meat and everything. That's meat, <laughs> okay. gas. So beer, they let everything. you supply your own meat. Yep, they do meat inspections. Make sure you're not, you know, coming in with, with pre-marinated or pre-injected stuff. Oh wow! So yep. hence why you have sponsors. Yes, yeah. that's the only way I can go as much as I go. Damn. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it gets very expensive very quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially travel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks. For I mean, gas is a big part of it. Obviously, thanks, thanks, everybody's pulling a big trailer. Thanks, so, Uncle Joe. Yeah, it's. If I didn't win as much as I did, my wife would shut this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be hanging out the house. So <laughs> it's not something you're going to make a ton of money at, but you can keep rolling it over until your next cook and pay for your next cook. And right. then before you know it, you're like, man. Or if you go to the big money cooks, like we're going to have in Decatur, if you hit a good lick, then you walk out there, you know, $3,500, $4,000 or more. Mm. I mean, that's nice. That's we, won, a- we won 11000 in Memphis and May. Yeah. Where it costs so much more to go down there. Sure. So right. We won eleven and that's, lost 15 but, <laughs> yeah. but it's. I tell my wife, I said, I used to tournament bass fish, and I won not a fucking dollar. Yeah. So yeah. at least I get a – Yeah, least this I get is an improvement. Back. Yeah, and yeah. you had to buy an $80,000 yeah. boat. boat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and not, not get anything to eat out of it. No. <laughs> right, exactly. So we have signed up to be judges – 
for this upcoming barbecue competition indicator. Let, we'll let you take the uh, have the table here to tell us all about that. Yeah. So st- I guess start at the beginning of the Decatur cook thing. Like when did it okay. first start? All that jazz and just kind of. I mean, you got we got some notes up there. So. Yeah. So so my friends Bob McKinnon and Randy Burkhart started this with the PBR event all those years ago. That's Cody's. Yes, Burkhart, that's Cody's dad. And then yep. who'd you say? Bob McKinnon. Is that? Um, Trey and Brittany. Trey's, yeah, yeah, that's Trey's dad. Trey's yeah. dad. Yep. So they're, they've been old school cooks for a while. They've been mm-hmm. cooking for a while. So they they did that with the PBR and the Roy Young deal. And then it went pretty strong for four or five years. Yeah. And then when Roy when Roy Young passed away, they kind of they went away and the PBR went away. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of set dormant for a while. And then a friend of mine, Benny Coger, and I, we promoted the, the watermelon festival up in Alvord. Okay. And we took that over. They kind of took on a, a reputation of cheating and stuff. So it, and that used to be a very big cook in Alvord. And when Benny took it over, man, we went from 20 teams and we started building it back up. And people were coming out and supporting us. And we, our last year there, we had 55 teams. That was last year. Yeah. We outgrew that park. And then Benny moved to Fort Worth. And I've been, I've been dying to come back to Decatur. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lived here since 1989. I knew I could get businesses behind it in Decatur. And there's just not much in Alvord right. to get support from. So I said, man, I, I, we reserved the date. Uh, my, my wife's cousin is on the reunion committee, and uh, that helped. Yeah. So we got, the, uh, we got the reunion grounds, and we're going to – this money that we're raising is to hopefully uh, start remodeling the, the pavilion up there. Oh, Because oh, nice. the Lord knows it needs it. Yeah. I haven't been to reunion in, I don't know, four it's, or five years. It still years, looks so the it's same. Still, it oh, hasn't changed. No, the fans are still – Yeah. Oh, oh, man. It, it needs <laughs> yeah. some – and, you know, and, you know, talking with the reunion committee people – there's just not a whole lot of fundraising they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, their biggest fundraiser is parking cars for the swap meet. Yeah. And that's dying, you know, yeah. a, a little more every year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they've got to raise some funds and this is just, they did what? the, they did the Aider from Decatur cook off down there and mm-hmm. everybody loved it. Their first year, they were expecting 40 teams. They had 108. Was that the steak or was that barbecue? That was barbecue. Okay. The first, they used to do a Chisholm trail steak cook that's down the there one I was and then of. it kind of went away and yeah. then the barbecue deal was there. And then, it went away, so man, I'm hoping we're bringing it back here, and uh, you know, just giving giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. And there's been a huge following. You know, a lot of businesses step up locally yeah. and sponsor this because it's a, a huge undertaking and a lot of money. Yeah. So, so you're actually going to do it down there by the pavilion where the carnival yeah. stuff? Oh is? yeah, okay. we're going to be all set up right there, all around, all around the carnival. We're going to turn in the meats to the to the pavilion. Oh, so nice. we'll be up under the pavilion in the shade judging. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have y'all on final table, whatever whichever one y'all want, or much, you can do two. How much do we get to eat? So the final table will be 15 trays. Okay. So there will be it'll go through a preliminary round. Mm. So let's just say, for instance, there's five tables. They're gonna take the best three trays, the high scoring trays off each table. Okay. And then that's gonna go to a final table. Okay. And then the scores start all over. So you're gonna get the best 15 trays that were scored in the first round. Uh-huh. And you can take a big as bite as you want, and you'll eat 15 bites okay. per meat. Oh, so oh, wow. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> so bring some water. Eat. Yeah, bring some yeah. water. Well, we'll have water there for you. So you won't want to take a giant bite, right. I yeah. promise you. Okay. I've, I've judged before. I did 17 bites. I'm like, dude, no more. Yep. <laughs> so that's what's so important about getting the message out, of getting about getting the people in Decatur to come up and come judge us. Because yeah. we're going to have 80 teams. We're going to need 120 judges. We're yeah. going to need yeah. about yeah. 45, 50 judges per round. How many teams? I think we're going to be around 80. I really I really feel we're going to hit 80, man. I've seen you uh, 
yeah, know, sharing all people the time. That are, that new, are new, on new, Facebook. Yeah. I've yeah, I'm trying that. to keep it in everybody's timelines. How, how much are we up to, or you, how many teams are you up to right now? Uh, I've got 61 committed. No they said they're coming. Okay, so yeah, you're going to you know, have 80. It shit happens, so you might lose one or two. Yeah. But there's also a bunch of old school dudes out there that don't have Facebook, yeah. so mm-hmm. we might have 25 pull up that I'm not counting. Sure. So I'm really, I mean, I hope and we do just like for the money. And maybe offshoots of local yokels too that. There'll be a few, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Decatur back in the day, it got kind of, it's not a bad thing, but there was like eight or 10 local teams that cooked. Yeah. And you just can't beat the guys who cook every weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and you can get lucky. You might get lucky on one meet, but you're not mm-hmm. going to beat them in a three meet competition. It's right, not going right. to happen. So I think, you know, as, as that cook off got bigger and bigger and the bigger names come in, like we're going to have here in September, mm-hmm. I think people know, like, these dudes don't play. I mean, right. it's, yeah. you know, if you've never done it before, you're going to donate your first shot unless yeah. you get extremely lucky. I mean, right. extremely lucky. But it's, you know, but the good thing about it is, is we get, you don't have, we don't have to have certified judges like some thing, like some sanctioned mm-hmm. bodies. We just get people who want to come up. If you're over 18, come eat. Right. And then we're going to take all the leftover food and donate it to uh, Meals on Wheels. Nice. So, nice. Sweet. so how many, not- how many judges will be on the final table? Uh, a minimum of five, probably eight or nine. If, okay. Here's the thing. If if you have the judges, you're never going to get turned away. Right. So you, there's no such thing as having too many judges. Yeah. You can always add another judge. But if you have 80 teams and you only have five judges, mm. yeah, your cook-off. You're, they're never coming back to your cook-off. Right. Because essentially you burn the judges out. And then what happens if if that one table of judges is judging everybody's meat, all three meets, it's so subjective to that one person who yeah. could really screw you, mm. you know. So one old lady, because I've judged before, and you're sitting there, and you're, and they tell you don't look at the judge's sheet next to you. But as a cook, I was I was trying to do some reconnaissance work. Mm. <laughs> I'm giving stuff eights, nines, and tens, and this lady besides me giving it twos and threes. I'm like, dang, dang dude, Hardcore. like this dude spent five hundred dollars to come pick, cook this weekend, and you're giving and, you, and you're giving him twos and threes. Yeah, what kind of grudge does this lady have? Yeah, you know, but maybe man, she, that's maybe just, she was a that's, vegan. That's uh, that's how it goes. It's yeah. just people who walk up off the street. So mm-hmm. that's why my goal is to have like we'll let someone judge chicken at like twelve o'clock, okay, and then we're gonna let them take a break for ribs, then we're gonna hit them again in brisket. Okay, if you if we have the judges, if we have enough judges. I would like for people to only judge one category. So we're on the finals table. How many other judges with along with us will there be at the finals? Table? Yeah, we'll just see what we got. It could be anywhere for, a minimum of five. Okay. We'd like to have at least five, but I with Decatur with the support we're gonna get, I'd like to have nine or ten. Okay. Yep. That way that way you get a range. And like when, when we seat the judge and the, the lady who's our head judge, our rep, she's gonna do a real job of like keeping the demographic spread out. We're not gonna put a bunch of old ladies on the table. Mm-hmm. Because, man, that, that'll kill you. Yeah. Or we're not going to put a bunch of men who might like something really spicy. We're going to, you know, we're going to we're gonna spread it out evenly and give mm. the cooks a fair chance. Nice. Mm. Yeah, so there's, there's many times where you turn in and you're looking at a table back there where they're judging and you can see that old, that 65-plus yeah. table and you're going, shit, Jeez. I cook spicy ribs a day. Man, please don't fall uh, on that table, you know. <laughs> but when once you turn it in, it's out of your hands. Yeah. So. Uh, this is taking place on September 9th. Saturday, September 9th. Yep. Saturday, September 9th. God. At the I, reunion grounds. I hope the weather is Man, different. God. Hey, if it falls to 90, it's going to be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll so, take 90. Yes. We, we were same weekend last year in Alvord, and I remember sitting out all day taking taking the, the entry fees and went bad. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe that's a optimistic. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. So, but, what time does it said thing start on September 9th? So, 
Well, the cooks will be out there setting up on Friday, and then okay. there'll be, you know, all the turn-ins are on Saturday, September mm-hmm. 9th. We'll start about noon. If we, there's a certain mark, it should start at 12 for chicken, or sorry, for beans at 12, chicken at 1, ribs at 2, brisket at 3. If we hit that 80-team mark, because it's going to take so much more judging, they'll space it out a little bit. So mm-hmm. it'll actually be beans at 11, uh, chicken at 12, ribs at 130, and brisket at 3 to give time to calculate all these scores. Mm-hmm. So if I would tell people just come at noon and come hungry, and you can stay and eat as much as your body can possibly hold. So let's reiterate, this is open to the public. It's uh, Yes, please okay. come, bring a friend. We need as many judges as possible. Okay. Well, we'll start. I've already talked to a couple people. I think uh, Will – Said. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's judging. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's he's for sure in. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I feel sorry, I bet you my wife's in. <laughs> Mr. Traeger himself. <laughs> my yeah. wife is one of the hardest barbecue judges. Oh, speaking I've of barbecue, known. do we have any more? Any more what? Oh, got some barbecue whiskey or something here. Oh, are you talking do about we? the no. uh, oh. whistle pig? Did it go away? The smokehouse. Yeah. Didn't we finish that? Yeah. yeah I, that's I, a uh, Traeger product. Is that what happened to that? Far, it must have been stuck. all right. Y'all finished it, no. <laughs> or is it that bad you had to finish it? And it, get it was, out? No, I think we might have just threw it away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, it was well. that bad. We uh, poured everybody a sip of it as a gag. Yeah, it was oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm out on the whiskey, guys. I'll drink beer with yeah. you. But I'm oh, out have, on the we got a really lovely non-alcoholic whiskey. Yeah, no, don't. don't, no, don't I'll take your word <laughs> for it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was watching Shark Tank the other night, and the girl was pitching like non-alcoholic stuff, and she said, "There's all these bars are fixing to start carrying non-alcoholic." I'm like, maybe in California. Yeah, yeah, I don't out here, dude. No, don't go to the bar if you don't want alcohol. What do they call them? Don't go to the bar. Yeah, mocktails. Yeah, well, whatever mocktails. The stuff that mocktails. Well, if they can come up with a decent mocktail, per se, (laughs) the only the only thing that I can think of, it's Shirley Temple is it's good for, is DDs. Yeah, still right. Because they yeah. can still drink yeah. cocktails and feel like they're a part of the thing, and it's not just like, yeah, sorry, bro, you're screwed. Go I'm sit not on the drinking, couch and drink water. I'm not drinking a cocktail made with whatever that shit that no, Doc God, no. is, and feeling like I'm a part of anything <laughs> other awful. than sick. For sure, no. It's awful. That That's stuff funny. is disgusting. I, we might as well get rid of it because I can't feel good giving it to oh, anybody, even in a right. gag. It's it's. Uh, really you've bad. had chloroseptic, right? You know, you spray in your throat when you get a sore oh, yeah, throat. Sure. That's what the stuff tastes like. Yep. No kidding. <laughs> they call yeah. it a whiskey. Well, does it numb your mean, throat at least? <laughs> yes, it does. Feel free to try it. No. no, I'm good. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> oh my That's god. Uh, uh, categories in the local one are they going to be chicken, beans, ribs? chicken? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, beans. Ribs, okay, y'all covered this. I think I was looking at the screen. Yeah, yeah. Sure. half okay. chickens, pork spare ribs, and brisket. They'll be. Seven to nine slices in the box, like I said. It all changes on how many teams are there. You said beans? Yeah, yeah. beans. Good beans God, too. where you been, bro? Well, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he said beans <laughs> a lot. Beans. Pull the yeah. e-brake. Pull yeah, the e-brake. Yeah, pull the e-brake, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of the best beans I've ever had were made on, like, Monday and then set in the fridge all oh, week. yeah. Then you scoop off the film off the top and then reheat them on, like, <laughs> <Dude>. Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like those flavors have yeah. time to just yeah. melt yeah. I would I would vary to say that 95% of the competition cooks that cook beans do exactly that. <laughs> because yeah. beans, beans is a jackpot category. That doesn't count to your overall championship. Okay. Beans is like a side pot for $25 an entry. Yeah. Then we're going to pay out 90% of whatever that entry brings in. Mm, we'll okay. donate the 10% to the uh, to the reunion, reunion ground yep. pavilion yep. reconstruction fund. So what yeah. other uh, non-meat uh, uh, options have you seen at competition? Oh, dude, everything. Man, they yeah. do. They do. If you can dream it, they do. They do anything on a stick, grilled yeah. cheese, pizza, 
jackfruit. I mean, vegetarian yeah. options like jackfruit. Uh, yeah, man. You'd, supposedly uh, watermelon. Jack- a lot of stuff. That, you know, you go to watermelon festivals Say and they'll do anything watermelon. You'd be surprised what some of these cooks can come up with, dude. I'm what telling you, you it's insane. Watermelon. Oh, you can yeah. do a lot with watermelon. Other than Pickle, salt it, I was it, watching yeah. a video the other day. It was like soaking the watermelon in oat milk and then doing like cinnamon and sugar on it. And it's like this, like oat milk. Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, well, I didn't try it, but the, I mean, I was just watching the dudes online. Just I think like, once upon a time we all soaked a watermelon in Everclear, but uh, yeah. that's not <laughs> well. There's oat that milk. too. Uh, but how many? Uh, oh, that's a good question. So if I'm having watermelon, I salt it. You salt it? Yeah. I'm yeah. out. No. No salt. Straight. No salt. Okay. Straight salt. Yeah. Salt. My really? wife will do. Well, I mean, salt, I'll do yeah. both, but salt. most of the time. Yeah. How about yeah. lime juice? You ever done lime juice? No, I haven't. No. Okay, let's. Tr- Let's do that. You just Warm. pour it on. You like soak it or yeah, drip it? Yeah, just or? take your lime and and drip it over the watermelon a- after you salt it. So it's like salt and lime. I bet mm-hmm. nobody thought, hypothesized at the beginning of this episode that we we're going to be talking about ways to spice up your watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, well, watermelon festival just happened in Forsberg. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they yeah. do an annual yeah. one there. Um, Dude, it's crazy what people do with food. It really is. It's the ancillary stuff, uh, the side stuff like that. That's more of in the steak stuff. It's yeah. not so much in barbecue. Yeah. A lot of times in barbecue on a Friday night, they'll have like a chef choice category. We can cook whatever the hell you want. And we were judging. A lot of times if I go to a cook-off and they have that, I'll judge it so I don't have to buy dinner. Uh-huh. And I swear to God, dude, we were down in um, Glen Rose, Texas. And I was, man, I was eating some of the best, you know, chicken poppers, shrimp poppers. It was awesome. Steak. And then here comes some freaking boiled eggs or some uh, deviled eggs. I'm like, oh, hold up my hand. I'm like, uh, judge lady, I don't eat deviled eggs. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't and like them? No, can't stand oh. the texture of them. <laughs> and sure enough, they, dude, all these people spent money on ribeyes, probably Wagyu meat yeah. and, and shrimp and, and wrap it and bacon, all that, and yeah. freaking deviled eggs won. <laughs> <laughs> really? You never know. Yeah. There's art in deviled eggs. I yeah. suppose there is. Have you um, you ever had cracklins from like the Lafayette area? Oh, yeah, Louisiana? for sure. God, those Absolutely. are so good. I wish we could find a way to replicate those here as good as they do there. Instead Have y'all just... ever cooked whole hog? Uh, yeah. I, well, yes, yeah. So we well, did last wild boar like a whole hog. Yeah, not, me and Hafid yeah. smoked one for Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Man, I love them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I was awesome. supposed to do that. Yeah, he had some but, excuse. You know, I, was I was having a kid. I was having a kid. My baby was being born at the time. We still showed up. Yeah, still came over. It was over. a lot of, lot of pig, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah and this was, it, was a, it turned was a, out all right. I think it was only about an 80 pounder. Yeah. Oh, that's the best ones. Yeah, it was It was good. Yeah, that's not 24 hours cooking like those big 250 pound pigs. 24 hours to cook a pig? Yeah, so those big ones, you know, 200, 250 mm-hmm. pound bigger. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Because you can't you can't hammer it fast. That's sure. a slow yeah. process. Yeah. yeah. So in Memphis and May, there's three categories. There's ribs, mm-hmm. and then there's a pork shoulder, mm-hmm. and then there's whole hog. Okay. And you're divided in the teams, and then they they give out awards for each individual category, and then whoever scores the highest wins the overall competition. Well, 99 times out of 100, it's whole hog or shoulder. So this year in Memphis and May, we hit second place. The team next to us won ribs. They beat us by like less than a tenth of a point. And then for the first time in 23 years, they won the world championship with ribs over whole hog and shoulder. Okay. Wow. So I tell people that it was like a eleven or twelve thousand dollars to win the category, and then it was thirty six or twenty five thousand dollars to win the overall. Yeah. So I said, man, we just got beat by less than a point, and that was a thirty six thousand dollar point. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. Wow. The, those big ones, there's money, man. There's a lot of money involved. Memphis so. has some good barbecue. Yeah. They, they have some good barbecue. And they got Gus's fried chicken, too. Let me tell oh, you. Boy, let me tell you, that's some good stuff. 
Mm. I don't even know anything about that. Dude, yeah. If you go to Memphis, go to Gus's Fried Chicken. You'll forget about barbecue. Off Bill Street? Uh, yeah, it's just right there on whatever street. Man, I didn't know where I was. We were right <laughs> off Tom Lee Park, right on the Mississippi River. Okay. So, mm. Yeah, it's not far from there. Gus's Fried Chicken. Yeah, it yep. seems like you're at, you are genuinely seeking out other things other than barbecue places. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think the point to remember here is is not Gus's Fried Chicken or that place up that you mentioned earlier. It's just if we go anywhere. Are you talking about uh, peanuts? No, if we go anywhere, let's let's just ask Justin. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah, like he's been there. Yeah. You know, Unless we're in the mood for barbecue, then he's not going to have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's My recommendation for barbecue in, in this area would be 407. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, 407 is legit. Yeah. He's got that boss hog sandwich, yeah. that pulled pork sandwich. That's, yeah. that's as good as a pork, pulled pork sandwich I've ever ate. Is yeah. that a Dude, food truck? this week. No. Oh, no it's no, right it's... over here off 407 north of the Speedway in Argyle. I don't know, guys. I haven't been there. Dude, it's great. It's Brian McClarty owns it. He, he mm-hmm. was a competition cook, retired from the phone company. Yeah. And I uh, thought he was going to open up a little trailer, and now it and it blossomed into a full. So it did start business. Is that like North Lake or something like that. Or is that yes, yeah, North Lake. North yeah. Lake. It's, yeah. I think it's considered Argyle, but you yeah. know all that shit runs yeah. over there. It's so, just right across thirty five, just a very little on the right. Yeah, started as a trailer. Started as a trailer. Yeah. Went to like two little portable buildings. Yeah. He started as a trailer by the uh, by the Paradise City thing. Over That's the why Lakers. I know. Uh, yeah. That so he name. just went to the east side of thirty five. It's a mile down there on the right, okay. right next to Defender Outdoors. Yeah. Okay. And if you're not there by eleven. 30, you're going to be in line. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's not, it's not like a uh, Franklin's line in Austin where it's 10 hours, but you right. real wait. I mean, his his food's top notch. Somebody said Snows. I was Garrett said Snows. You have to get in line at like 8 p.m. the night before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they're, barbe- yeah. they're like serving barbecue at breakfast time, 8 and yeah. 9 a.m. That's insane. I've never eaten it. I've, I've never – I've had a buddy do the barbecue tour where they went and hit all, you know, Blacks, Snows, yeah. Franklin's, Valentine mm-hmm. or Valentino's or whatever it is in, in Austin. And he said, it, it, you know, he had his favorites, and he said the the Valentino's, the taco truck in Austin, was freaking phenomenal. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Garrett also said Hurtado's in Fort Worth is good. Yeah, I, I'm not I've, familiar. I've never eaten. I've no. been there. I've been to. I've heard the name a, a ton. My I mean, wife's no, taking me to Heim. They're pretty yeah, good for yeah. restaurant barbecue. Yeah, they started out. It's a lot of these guys. They start out as a trailer, and then before you know it, they you know blossom. And then it's just it's no different than anything else. When you start mass producing mm-hmm. and going so much bigger, it changes. Oh yeah. yeah. In my opinion, it's just my opinion. Four oh seven. He's he stayed true to yeah. what it is. Okay. You know, to what he was producing on one pit. I can't imagine Snow's barbecue is worth uh, a twelve to fourteen hour wait. I think people are going to hope like. Maybe meet Tootsie meet her, yeah. in the story. For sure. It's involved with that because of Chef's Table. It's an experience, man. Mm. It's, yeah. you know, it's an experience. It's, but he said you know. there, uh, you line up, like there's bands out playing and they're serving booze and, you know, yeah, there's, there's keep stuff to line. do. Yeah. There's yeah. stuff to do while you're in line. You're not just sitting in a chair, but yeah, that's, be, that's, some, that's beyond me. Yeah. yeah it's it's not something I would ever do. You know, I but, get, you know, hangry. <laughs> so yeah. if I'm being told, I, mean, I you have wait. to bring food. You got to bring your food. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, if I'm, I'm, you know, my appetites. I mean, you finally get to the barbecue, barbecue and you've been living on like honey buns and animal crackers, right? <laughs> you know, or, or Dor- Cheez-Its. Doritos. Then you're, not, yeah. then you're not even hungry anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. You're not, you're just ready to go home. But you don't just go through a, an experience like that and and because you're seeking it out because it's meaningful and then you're just like, yeah, it's a pretty crappy barbecue. <laughs> do y'all, do y'all you watch know? a lot of like Food Channel and Cooking Network and all that? Especially yeah. like the shows like uh, Man Fire Food and yeah. stuff like that where yeah. they're traveling around. A little That's bit a of that. One. Yeah, Man Fire Food's probably one of my favorite shows. I like that one. That's but, the short guy, right? Yeah, Roger yep. Mookie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's I don't know how much of that's true. You know, I think they might pay for that spot a little bit. It could be. Yeah. You know. Cause 
I've ate at a couple of those places, and you know, of course, on film they're they're gonna take a bite of it and just overreact. Oh yeah, yeah. But man, I'm like, oh, wasn't that good? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've read that uh, Guy Fieri, the way he does his stuff is like his produce his production crew comes in, sets everything up, but he never he genuinely does not meet with anybody involved with the restaurant he until the up. day that they actually shoot right. the yeah. video because they want to keep like everything as genuine as possible. The reactions, none of it's supposedly none of it's staged except for. You know, and he's in his little convertible. That mm-hmm. convertible is usually on a trailer when they're if they're filming yeah. him driving in it or something. Yeah, that's a friend of mine over in Ponder. Actually, the American Pickers came next door to his house. Yeah, and he the same thing. They brought that van in on a trailer yeah. and pulled it down to three eighty, and they drove in. <laughs> yep. You know, but it's dude, it's TV. Oh you know, yeah, you don't believe everything you see. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I don't know. I thought we were supposed to believe everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been down that yeah, multiple times. That's, that's why we just take the food, man. <laughs> yeah, odd man. It's funny on politics. So we're we were up in uh, Sweet Home, Oregon last year. Yeah, and the first year I went up there. And uh, of course, when you walk into a store up there with this accent, they're like, "Ooh, where the hell are you from?" <laughs> you, you say, from "Y'all, how y'all?" Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, this lady goes, "Where are you from?" We're serving. We're on the serving line serving food. And I said, "Texas." She goes, "Oh, a governor has some balls." <laughs> and I went, "Whoa!" I said, "Man, I'm, man, I'm just here to cook barbecue." And she wanted to talk politics. I was like, "Man, I'm out." I said, "I just want to <laughs> drink beer and cook," you know. But it, it's funny where you go. You know, like Portland is a. If I don't know if y'all ever been there. Oh. But it is a third world country, dude. I've heard. Yeah. And then you get outside of Portland, yeah. and it's. I mean, it's it's Texas R- rural with, with America. A view, yes. You know, same, yeah. same way with Seattle. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's you know, but yeah. like, I mean, there's, we've got for coming up in Decatur, we got five teams coming from the Pacific Northwest. Do we really? Uh, yeah, we got uh, an Oregon and I think three or, three or four uh, Washington teams. Yeah. Tell them meth, meth is not legal here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll tell you, do not go downtown Portland. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Did it's you man, go downtown Portland, I'm guessing? Uh, we got close to it. Yeah. On the going to the airport and it was so bad. That Kayla said next year we'll just we'll just stay in sweet home and make the little bit longer drive up and go straight to the airport. That yeah. seems to be a wow. trend Jeez. with all major urban developed yeah. areas. As it's Portland's become, the worst yeah. I've ever seen. How yeah. tragic How though. Yeah. yeah, it is tragic. But I haven't been to yeah. Philly. I'm going to Philly here in well, a couple weeks. So city, we'll see. city of brotherly love. That might be worse, bro. I've seen <laughs> yeah. videos. Is it bad? Oh, I know, oh, dude. It looks like God. a damn zombie land. Up Zombies, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, it's insane right now. Yeah, I've seen the videos. I forget the name of the street, but they they yep. make the drive and film people up, up oh, and yeah. down this it's, road. Yeah. So we're just like we're in a barbecue. bubble. Like things really are bad uh, in cities across no, we're the not, U.S. I would say that we are not in a bubble. Those things, those are like dystopian. Once we're utopian, shining cities are dystopian, urban, urbanized, uh-huh. whatever. Now, yeah, I would think uh-huh. that rural America is not in a bubble. No, no, not at no. all. I mean, not in a bubble is like protected from. We're, we're, we're not seeing dem- how we're, destitute the country really is. We're in a Democrat bubble. If you're a Democrat state, you're in a bubble for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, call New York right now and ask them how they're dealing with their little. But again, those are all those in. are all areas <laughs> isolated to like major urban downtown downtowns. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, not, but it also is uh, affiliated with. Democratic state and them, yeah, and state, their laws state are just elected officials, jacked. but right. it's just like Chicago or San Francisco or all of these major uh, major cities are, are making decisions for the rest of the state, which is yeah. fairly rural and sparse. Yeah. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, they're just too many people. Yeah, I don't know. know how you get away from that. The electoral college doesn't get it done, so I don't know how you get yeah. away from people that have never. 
like had real, 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 yeah, say, say real it, say world, it. rural, say like, it. lifestyles. You know, real, real world. It was. Tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, say it again. Throw rural in there too. Rural Worcestershire. Wash your sister sauce. The people yeah. that are, you know, with blue collar backgrounds, aren't going into, you know, with a real world experience, <laughs> aren't really going into positions of leadership because they don't want to deal with it. So yeah. you have Silent people that majority. Yeah, yeah, you have people that have grown up in a bubble, uh, uh, isolated from how the world or how their country or their you know their other than their inner city economics work. They don't have a clue, but they're going into yeah. positions of leadership, and that's that's why we're fucked. Well, if you, if you haven't <laughs> driven across Frisco and Plano right now and seen yeah. all those damn corporations that are coming, that tell you, man. Yeah, they're coming wow. to Texas for a reason. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and it ain't the fucking weather. No. no. <laughs> I'm sure not no. that. Well, I'm hoping they get here and they're like, screw this. But they probably won't. No, they, they understand. Yeah. They can build very big air-conditioned air buildings. Yeah. So uh, they're okay. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. Uh, bringing it back to barbecue, uh, I don't think we've mentioned this. What is your uh, – do you have a certain wood – or does it just depend? Tell us about oh, your wood. Totally about your yeah. wood. <laughs> that's personal. Just depend- <laughs> is it salty? Yeah. Or is it just depends on what you're cooking? Uh, no, it's, it's or beca- where you're it's, cooking. It's, it's pecan and oak, no matter where. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, yeah. They're mild. You can, you know. One thing y'all are going to notice when y'all come to Decatur to judge, you're not going to look out there and it's going to look like a freight train. You're not going to hardly see any smoke. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were at a comp one time. A guy come up and said, "Man, are people going to start cooking?" I'm like, what are you talking about? Everybody out here is cooking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I don't even see no smoke." I'm you like, "You're rolling, not going to. You're not yeah. rolling coal." Yeah, you're gonna. It's clean burn. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's one good bite. You know, with a hint of smoke, but right. you know, like I think it was Tuffy Stone who said, "You you use smoke like you use salt and pepper, mm. just uh, a little mm, bit at a time." Okay. You know? Yeah. So I'll start. Uh, I'll start. You know, my my fire with with. Uh, Charcoal. Mm-hmm. I went blank there. Sorry. Uh, charcoal. And then once once the charcoal burns down and I get a good bed of coals, I'm just feeding it pecan and pecan and oak. Mm. So. Now, this isn't a drum style. Like, if you're using an offset, you naturally have to get a little more smoke in there to get your temps up, right? Uh, no, that- it's just it's it's air draw. I mean, okay. it's, you know. Yeah, you might you use know, charcoal. So mine, yeah, same thing. Mm. I, no, I, on the on the offset chance, mm. I start with the charcoal. Do you really? Yeah, I get, you get a good bed of coals going, get okay. it really going. It'll start off screaming hot. I'll run up to 400 degrees. Yeah. And then I'll just let it kind of slowly back down and then just feed it pecan sticks. But most of the people who are cooking on offsets in competition are cooking with an insulated firebox. Okay. Which makes a huge difference. Yeah. So it's using, when I say a log, it's not even as big as that whiskey bottle. You wow. Know? Yeah. And it'll burn an hour and a half. You don't have to babysit these. Yeah. Like a, probably like your freshman year smoker out there that yeah. eats a quart of wood. Yes. Yeah. So it likes the wood. Yeah, I've got a I've got a tote from Lowe's. When I fill that up with wood, it's two cookoffs, and it's oh, you, you know, shouldn't me maybe really? forty pieces of wood. And wow. especially like right now in the heat, on my pit, I'd use two to get it going, and yeah. probably five for the whole brisket cook. So, like you said, Dang. you're just you're not you're not giving it profound amounts of smoke. You're just Correct. flavoring it with yeah, the smoke. Just you're a little cooking, bit, you know, with the heat and flavoring absolutely. with the smoke. Adding yeah. adding charcoal as you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you you can. You don't have to, but you can. Well, that's what we should try. We should dial it back because we're. I mean, I mean, we we when we cook with that. Thing, I mean, yeah, we're cooking yeah. with smoke. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Just open, but, man. Open up your air vents. It does wonders. Yeah. You got to have air for oxygen. Oh, sure. to, to yeah. burn. You know. So, yeah. uh-huh. but usually when we crank the thing up, we're doing it for uh, 
not a competition. We're doing it for a we <laughs> right, want right, right. We want to sit out there for twelve hours and drink cold beer. For this sure, absolutely. True. No, there's absolutely, man. There's I tell people all the time, there's nothing better than ten in a fire when it's yeah, cold. That's outside. right. Yeah. That's right. Fire up a solo stove, fire up a smoker. Yeah. Hell don't even put nothing on it, just tend the fire. <laughs> when, when when does it get cold outside? I know, right? Yeah, I'm I know, so, right? Yeah. so dreaming of that yeah, right now. No. <laughs> I saw a post on Facebook earlier that said, All you assholes that were bitching about the cold. Yeah. I hope y'all are happy. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So, uh, I sounds like a, we need to do a Whiskey Bros team next year. Y'all judge this year, learn, and then okay. cook, dude. I, I think like, we're, I I like we're going to learn idea. a lot. I think we're going to yeah. learn a lot. Because yeah. we've been in our little bubble of cooking and never exposed to anything like this. I Come personally walk around. haven't. So. Come walk around and talk to people, man, and just, yeah. just you know, talk to them. Get are they going to know we're judges? Or are they going to try to slip no. me 50s or something? No. <laughs> you know. Well, maybe. Put, yeah. it, put it on your name tag. No, I mean, everybody knows. Judge. <laughs> yeah. No, everybody knows. And the, the only rule is is you can't eat out of someone's camp and then go judge. Okay. Uh, mm. To keep it fair. Right. So like yeah, if, yeah. If I'm cooking in Decatur and I have all my friends come out and I'm handing them food, yeah, I mean it still would be a very high, high unlikely, yeah, that that they would get my box and know my box. It's all blind judging. So you're going to yeah. open a styrofoam okay. box. You're not going to have a clue whose it is. Whose it is? There's going to be a number on the top of the box, one, two, three, four, whatever, all the way to fifteen, uh-huh. and you're going to put that whatever. You're going to take a bite and you're going to put the score on the score sheet next to box number one. Oh, so okay. that's and then what they'll do is they'll lay it and they'll calculate it. Like box number seven was first place, so they'll write first place on it. So somebody else is doing that. Yes, the head judge will do all that. You'll you're oh, okay. going to judge all the meats and then hand your score sheet in. They're going to tally it. Oh, okay. okay, and then they're going to cut the lids off. And on the on the lid, there is a there's like two raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. One of them you pull off for yourself. The other one's taped face down mm. with scotch t- or masking tape, so you can't see it. Mm. So when they go to awards, they're going to be stacked in the order. From 10th or 5th, however many other places they're going to call. We'll probably call 15 because mm-hmm. we're going to have so many. They'll say 15th place chicken, rip that ticket off and say 1444. Oh, uh, whoever that is, you won't know. Yeah. No one knows until they come up there and verify the ticket. Then they'll say your name. You write your name on the ticket. Right. And that's how the points are are tallied to see who the grand champion was. So okay. we will we will get a briefing and I guess how this all works. Yes, yeah, the, she, the head judge Judy's going to walk you through all that. Okay. It's it's dude, it's simple. Did you but, say the head w- judge Judy? Yeah, judge, judge Judy. Judy. Is, there, is her name really Judy? Dude, dude, she will lay Ooh. it down on you, dude. Okay. <laughs> she is strict on the cooks. I'm kind of woman. Yeah, yeah, but she will uh but she's she's fair for the cooks and that's one of the things when you're spending this amount of money and traveling like we do, you mm-hmm. don't want to go anywhere you don't think you have a fair shot. Yeah. You know, uh, sure. if I go to a comp and I think it's any little bit of foul play, yeah. I'm never coming back. Yeah. Because it's too much money. Yeah. yeah. So you, if you aren't coming back, then a lot of other people aren't coming back too because you're yeah. not going to be the only one getting those vibes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, that's what kind of mm-hmm. Alvord got known for a few years back. Mm-hmm. Guys who cook every weekend and all of a sudden a local dude mm-hmm. wins. Like, yeah. nah, I mean, it's going to happen every now and again, but not overall. There's no way. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, it's, and you'll see. And, and when y'all judge, maybe y'all do need to do a preliminary table because you you'll get good food and you'll get that, holy shit, spit it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> like that dude don't cook every weekend. I, can't, but, I mean, I'd love to do a preliminary table. I don't know how. Yeah, maybe do, like, maybe do like preliminary uh, chicken and then we'll sit you down on final table ribs or final table brisket or something. Okay. I want, yeah, I want we'll make, brisket. You want brisket? I'm gonna right. put my name down. I'm up for whatever. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Wherever you assign yeah. me, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we, no. You've seen me. I'll be. I will be able to eat. Yeah, we're not so. picky. We're no, big don't boys. Worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for don't sure. Don't worry. No, we, we all got you know. this way somehow. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's man, right. Come out, bring a friend, bring your wives, bring everybody. If they're over 18, they can judge. So okay. you said the the cooks will start getting there Friday night. 
Uh, probably Thursday night. Oh, okay. Fri- everybody will be set up and ready to go by Friday. So at is there like a shindig out there Friday night? Yeah, they'll they'll do just a cooks deal. You yeah. know, just a cooks. It's not open to the public right. on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly they're they'll do the cooks meeting, mm-hmm. kind of give out all the rules. Mm-hmm. We'll announce the payouts and all that, and then it's everybody kind of scatters and goes to their to their uh, their trailer to get their stuff prepped and ready to go. And right. then Friday night's kind of like a social hour. And then Saturday, it's it's business all day yeah. until it's over, and then the party's on. Yeah. Okay. So, so but, can people come? At, so, like, one said, smoker group cooks a brisket. They don't, they're only going to give us like the best chunk of brisket, right? So they're gonna. So they're you're gonna the styrofoam boxes. Yep. They're gonna the cooks are gonna be instructed to lay nine, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is uh-huh. for that weekend. Full slices in there. Yep. And you're going to get to be able to take as big as bite as you right. want. But they're going to instruct you to take a small one because you're fixing to take 15, 15 bites. 15 more, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying about having to pack a punch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small bite, and yeah, it's yeah. one bite. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to make you drink water in between every bite and use a clean fork and knife. So it's, every time. you know, yeah, yeah. every time. Then they'll have pickles if you want to cleanse your palate or whatever. Yep. But you can cut off, you know, most of the time, like when I'm cooking, I concentrate on five. I want five really good slices. Most of the time, they're not going to go past five slices. Mm-hmm. And then that's why all that food gets left over and we're going to donate to Meals on Wheels. So. Okay. So that's that's where I was going with this. Like, do do when public shows up, mm-hmm. can all that leftover, can you not like just say, hey, Make a meal, and I'll give you thirty dollars for a meal. Or how? no, we'll just give it to you. We'll just—they call it the grazing table. So what they're going to do when when they when they first off, if you don't make the final table, mm-hmm. all those boxes just go to the side, uh-huh. and then they'll 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 either throw it away. But we're going to have big Ziploc bags, and mm-hmm. at that point, if if you're if you want it, you can grab a handful. We don't care. Take okay. a box or two. We don't now I'm shit. talking about like so you're going to give. Each brisket is going to give nine slices. Yes. What do they do with the rest of that big ass brisket? Oh, that's on them. That's not. That's so that's, that's, the, that's on the cooks. cooks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I, did, on the I didn't know if like people and their their kids could just come out and they could sell plates. They can't know because of the health code. They can't sell. Now, if oh, okay. you know someone cooking, like if I was cooking in Bridgeport and y'all said, "Man, I'd like to come eat your food," mm-hmm. well, I'll just say, "Come and get it." When I'm done cooking, you can have it all. Oh, okay. We give it away. We give a lot of food away. Well, that's easy to get past the health code. You just got to have your food. <laughs> Handler's permit. Yeah, are you, are you complaining about free food? No, I'm yeah, trying to make them more money. But no, you got to have that in every location, right? Yeah, but yeah. But, but I mean, it's like hundred bucks to get a it, permit to the city, right? But it comes with you got to have the sanitary set up, the three sinks, and like, yeah, like you know, so it's restrooms you know, and it's all, and, yeah, yeah, it's all private. Yeah. So that's how they get away from having to deal with that. Mess with all that yeah. crap. Yeah. So it's most cooks will cook four chicken halves and turn mm-hmm. in one. So there's three chicken halves just sitting there, and then. Uh, they'll do three or four racks of ribs to turn in seven, eight, nine ribs, and they'll do a whole brisket to turn in nine perfect classes. Yep. So now what but, y'all could do is you could give it away and just have a tip jar up there. You could do that. Yeah. I mean, you, if you don't sell it, oh, that's not a bad idea. You don't. Yeah. Have, and I'm just thinking of yeah. more ways y'all can make money to give to charity. Yeah. Because if you don't sell it, like put a tip jar at the uh, grabbing table. Or put a tip, tip jar anywhere. Yeah. If you don't, because uh, if it's going for charity, you can just say it's all going for charity. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to talk to the health inspector on that, but I mean, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. He called <laughs> me last week. He, he called me last week. He's like, dude, what the hell is this barbecue bash? He's like, dude, it's all private. That's yeah. the only vendor we got out there is a snow cone. Well, ever call me. So I will. Yeah. I was going to say, that's why it's county property anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> is it a county health inspector or city? 
It's probably City called city. you, yeah, because oh, yeah. it's technically in the city, but it's Wise County property, and it's it's a it's always a man. They they got to do the same thing for the uh, food truck challenge. Yeah, that's a big because he's got to go out and inspect each Every food truck. truck. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that's the difference in selling to everybody who walks up, yes. or just saying no, I'm not giving you shit, or then giving it all to you. Yeah. Right. You know, so, but that's why I'm yeah. saying I think I think you can bypass that if you just had tips. Tip jars. Yeah. And then if you give it away. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought about that. To be honest with you, I mean, most time I just show up, cook, and well, I'm sure there's, there's got to be like a. Ton, I feel like there's a ton of meat. There is no, that, there is that man. y'all I mean, could like literally yeah. a ton. Yeah, yeah, no, I've I've been at cookoffs where after the you know you got this giant table full of oh, uh, yeah. boxes of brisket or ribs and shit, right. and they just take their hand and into a trash can. Oh know? my god! I'm oh. Like man, we there's people who hunger. I don't. That's, oh yeah. You know, yeah, and that's something we all need to do better on is yep. figure out how not to waste shit. Man. Yeah, I mean there's people hey. starving out there. Dude, oh so. god, I go through six bags of trash a day. I feel like in my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But, but you know, I mean, that's, you know, it's. It's a really cool thing. I think y'all, like I said, come out, walk around. Yeah. Come out it's on Saturday if you want to come out. Like the general public wants to come oh, out yeah. at eight o'clock in the morning, and walk around. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be up at four thirty, five o'clock cooking. Yeah. Okay. So come out, walk around, talk to the cooks. Everybody mm-hmm. will be the nicest people you ever met. There's no one, you know. I would say be respectful if if they're like if they're in the middle of doing something, yeah, you know, walk up you there. know, hey, talk you to them. But <laughs> most everybody now has got cargo trailers or they're in a camper where they can just shut the door. Yeah. Like I have a cook trailer and a camper, depending on where I'm going. That when it's go time, I just shut the door. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that way someone can't, you know, can't bother you. Right. There, there's a term in between the competition cooks called shigan. It's like walking up when someone's like, if 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 Heath was putting applying sauce or something, and then maybe one of his secret methods, and you walk up and stand over him and watch what he's doing. Yeah. That's called shigan. That's uh-huh. that's that would maybe <laughs> that makes that could nervous. maybe get you in a fist fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, it's or like when you walk into someone's trailer and you're like looking at your. Looking at all their seasons up there, like y'all have whiskey. Uh-huh. Like, what you cooking with over here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any secrets. I don't care. I mean, hell, I've done so. I've done taught so many classes. Hell, everybody's got my secrets. Right. So. <laughs> Imagine if you do have seasoning sitting out. You keep it. It's unlabeled. It's just in a mine's not. I used to do that. I used to change it all and yeah. do rib rib number one. But I don't do that no so more. So do you right. mix all your seasoning? Do you make your no, own, or you just no? I get them all from sponsors. Man. Okay, yeah. That's Cosmos Q's ninety nine percent of what yeah. I use. Yeah. And it's, I mean, he's got everything from sauces, injections, rubs, everything. I mean, he's got 80 different SKUs. So Mm -hmm. if he can't, if he can't make good barbecue with what he's selling, then you got, you know. Yeah. It's on you. What's it? um, Was it like honey, honey bee or something? Yeah. Yeah. They got uh, killer honey bee. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's what goes on ribs. Uh, Who are your, tell us again, who are your sponsors? Uh, We're with Roll Oak Charcoal. We're at Hasty Bake uh, Charcoal Grills. We're out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. We're with uh, P&L uh, Grilling Supply out of Sanger. Okay. Uh, y'all probably had a lot. They sell a lot of their stuff up at the meat market in town. A lot of the steak rubs and stuff. Give us a name. Poncho and Lefty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Definitely. P&L. Yeah, he's got a so, like, online supply store. Okay. Uh, them, let's see who else. Uh, obviously, Cosmos Q. Mm-hmm. And then uh, JDQ out of Kansas City. He's got, he just won best rub on the planet. Nice. I should have brought y'all down. I should have brought y'all rubs. I have rubs. You should have. And yes, then uh, Trauma Hogs out of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Trauma, trauma hogs. hogs. Okay. He was a traveling trauma nurse, and then uh, during COVID, said he didn't want to do that no more, and opened up a food truck, and now he's got two restaurants and two food trucks and oh, wow. a barbecue supply store. Dude. And yeah, yeah, he's out of ja- uh, Jacksboro, Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Arkansas. Jonesboro. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, know exactly yeah. where that is. Really nice. good dude, man. So it's uh, like I said, I think I can travel everywhere and not pay a hotel room. So. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's uh, you know when you win and stuff, the sponsors come, and then a lot of times, like most of these companies. 
will put out like in November, hey, we're going to open up applications for our pro staff team or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And you can apply and you get discounts. And like when I started with Cosmos, I started at like 30% discount and now everything's 100% free. So oh, nice. that is a huge, huge blessing. Yeah. To be able to, you know, get online and order three, four hundred dollars worth of stuff and then it's the balance is zero. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. and that's and that's who I went to Key West with and cooked. So okay. yeah. I've been with him since twenty sixteen. He was one of my very first sponsors. I know so. I've seen you uh pimping his stuff yeah. Mm. Yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. So and it's it makes while. it easy to do when he says, you want to go to Key West? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The answer is never yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> fishing, lobster, barbecue, okay, I'm in. Freaking, yeah, lobster fishing or whatever yeah. you do with your net and your tickle, tickle yeah. stick. Tickle stick. Tickle stick. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Well, let's wrap this up. Tell everybody uh, one more time on September 9th what is going down. Yeah, Decatur Barbecue Bash. Well, Sanctioned by Outlaw Barbecue Association. Okay. We're going to have teams from, I think last I counted, we're up to seven states coming okay. in. Washington, uh, Oregon, they're all coming in to, to vie for the prize money. Yeah. And we need judges mm-hmm. for free. It won't cost you a dollar. If you can eat and write a number down from one to ten, it's literally that easy. You take a bite of it, swallow it, and go one <laughs> or ten. I can do that. You know, and you don't, you don't necessarily judge like – what you think you're going to get. If it's really good, score it. You judge it on its own accord. Mm-hmm, okay. So if you ate four great pieces of ribs, give four tens. There's, you know, there's no there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's, it's, your, it's subjective to your taste. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell, the judge will walk you through and kind of tell you, you know, you know, what to score and how, how to rate it, but not she's not going to tell you. If, if you don't like peach, give it zero. It's, yeah, that's up right. to you. So it's very simple. It's open to the public if you're 18 or over. We need as many judges as we can. So whoever's listening, come on. We need yeah, you. Right on. No awesome. sign-up sheet. Just show up at noon on Saturday. So you want to judge? With, at the pavilion. App, at the pavilion. When yep. you come down, come in off of 51. When you get down into the reunion grounds, just hang a left right there to the parking lot. Yeah. Come up to the pavilion. We'll have a sign that will say judge check-in. Okay. We'll sign everybody up, sit you down, and feed you. Okay. Heck yeah. Dude, we'll, I'll start, like that. Uh, we'll start putting it out I'm hard. excited. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to eat good, man. Uh, you're great, great cook coming in. Beloved Whiskey Bros or infamous Whiskey Bros, depending yep. on which way you look at us, we'll be yeah. there judging. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I'm, I can't wait. I, this is something completely new for me. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm, I'm extremely excited. So, yeah. all right. I think, I yeah. think it's going to blow your mind. I really do. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm prepared for it to be blown. Yeah, so, we, yeah. can't, we can't end this one just yet. Okay. Well, go ahead. Okay. Because I'm, I'm really curious about <laughs> what like what happened in maui like oh how savage bro thinks the fire started because that, that was a big topic i don't know if, this I don't know if we got time well, it's a oh, pretty come sad, on it's a pretty sad situation <laughs> it I mean, is i, I think it's up to 100 yeah. people dead really yeah but it's uh, it's the whole f- island no well, well it's, it's not the whole corner island, island but it's a of, yeah. huge so it's chunk of it yeah, yeah. lahana i can't remember how to say that yeah something like but it's it's bizarre. Like this wildfire has taken over, completely decimated the whole town, mm-hmm. and it's a poor little town. I've driven through it when when I was in Maui, um, <clears throat> but the warning sirens that were there in place, those never worked. Mm-mm. Like the first mm-hmm. responder situation has been. I don't. I don't know. It's it's just bizarre. And now they're saying this could have been started by a damaged power line. So okay. Savage, yeah. why don't you there's, tell us? There's, there's all. I mean, you know how I do. You the know. note says, yeah. I, and yeah. I will specify. The note says, <laughs> Savage Bro knows 
how the fire started in Maui. That's right. That's right. So I went down the rabbit hole, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Means it's TikTok. The, yeah. yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Well, no, I, the TikTok's just the beginning. <laughs> then I start Googling, and then I start YouTube, and then it, it's a rabbit hole. Uh, but so, and that's, that's how I found out about the whole uh, millionaire club that owns half of this said place. Yeah. That. Hmm. And then that's also how I found out about the dude's podcast where they interviewed the the dude that said aliens won't blow your mind. What the government already has will blow your mind. The government has aliens. And yeah, other well, things. stuff. But then, <laughs> but so his his biggest uh, thing was a what I what I tell you it was called. I don't know space laser. No, it wasn't called space laser. Something, <laughs> well, that's what it is, something, basically. basically, yes. But the, but I, I showed him a clip, and I don't, I don't have it no it, more. But it's a high wattage direct beam shot from high, the atmosphere. high intensity. I don't, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Okay. But so like a like a laser, like we're talking basically like real Austin Powers type of shit. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. Sharks su- supposedly, it's like <laughs> yeah. vo- volcano heat. That's okay. how much this thing puts okay. out, supposedly. But there's like multiple, multiple, multiple videos of this beam said. Now, the thing is, you can't ever, I mean, this could have been a test run in Alaska. You know, obviously it wasn't the snow, but the videos that I've seen, and everybody's saying that's where it started. But anyways, so what really gets crazy once you get down past the whole, okay, somehow the fire got started, somehow. Yes. Then you get stuff like what he was talking about, where uh, none of the sirens are going off none of the first response stuff happening uh now they are the government is not allowing me and you just to bring medical supplies or food or water because it's not from fema there's all kinds of this stuff going on but then i saw i kept going down said rabbit hole and this chunk of maui is surrounded by what he was talking about billionaires and their billion dollar homes. Yeah, a few miles down the road is like the uh the four seasons, the Ritz yeah. Carlton, uh and Montage. It's but, just oh, it's, But then this other part of wow. Maui that burnt was like the oldest part of Maui, like King they call it like the King's Village or something like that. Okay. It's where all the old uh Hawaiian people lived and I mean it's pretty Trashy and, and old school. I mean, not trashy is not the word for it, but so it's like poor Maui. Yeah, and they've been supposedly yeah. they've old been Maui. all these billionaires have been trying to get old Maui to sell. They want to buy it up and resort it. They want to buy it all up and resort it. And the people of this community have said, "Fuck no." And the next rabbit hole I went, I didn't tell you about this is supposedly. So this is like people like Oprah, a uh, bunch of movie stars. Bill Gates owns a bunch of land over there. Mm-hmm. And supposedly now the new thing in down the rabbit hole is is Maui is going to be the first area, if you will, state, whatever you want to call it, that they're going to do their test run of clean living off. That's where it's going to start. Clean air, clean everything. That's where they're... Oh, what a great start by yeah, so burning out burning prior civilizations. <laughs> yeah. Got so so you, got, you, yes. got, you got two parts of Maui. You got, like, old, poor... And then you got rich. Well, there might be multiple. I'm just talking about in this section. Like section. Of it. Yep. I got you. Yeah. Uh, because like the, all the old Maui people, or the, all the old, however oh. you say this town, they were basically like the billionaires. They're like, we ain't going nowhere. This is our land. Mm-hmm. And they're gone. So it's going to be. Yeah. Yep, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. There's some suspicious ongoing with weird. the way that happened. Like, why would you stop people from bringing, like, they're half, like these people in these boats, 
They had two containers full of just like medical supplies. clothes, medical supplies, water, yeah. stuff like that. And they're having to like sneak on the other side of the island because the government's stopping them and won't allow it to mm-hmm. bring it in because it's not through FEMA or some other government yeah. thing. But I think the death count's up to like a hundred, so it's yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Sad. It's like, pretty yeah, sad. It's like jumping off into the ocean. Yeah, that's that's only that's that's another thing. It's like okay, I've been on that road. Yeah, it's basically one way in and one way out, but the road does circumnavigate that whole island. Uh-huh. So at some point they could have shut down parts of the road and said, obviously there's a fire here. You need to evacuate this way. Yeah, I don't understand. And it, that, it, that was another thing because the airport never shut down. Yeah, there was like 2,500 people at the airport. Just well, the chilling. airport's on the other side mm-hmm. of the island from where this. Right, but uh, you would have think you would thought that they would stop tourists from coming over there. Oh, sure. When it said yeah. fire was going. And another bad thing about the fire was the trade winds was happened to come through there. It was like 75-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah, so, it was I a mean, fast mover. But yeah, I don't people, know if you've watched the video of the fire, but it's in, I mean, it's insane fire. It ain't, yeah. it ain't some – I could see why there's 100 people dead from it. Yeah. Like when you think of fire, you see grass fires. Like That's not – what? That's not what this Get was. This thing, this thing yeah. was roaring. I, they yeah. didn't have time other than really jumping into the ocean. Ocean, yeah, it's and crazy. That's wow. the Pacific Ocean. So, mm. if it's not a beach area, that's mm. tough. Oceans. Yeah, that's that's another rabbit hole I could take us down. <laughs> well, we're not doing it tonight. <laughs> we're not doing it tonight. Oh God. On that note, Justin, thanks, man. Yeah, hey, man. thanks is so interesting. Yeah, thanks yeah. for y'all having me out, man. Yeah. I can't wait. We'll we'll, uh, we'll come out this. Saturday and then I'll walk y'all around, kind of give you. Yeah, a for sure. We'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I plan I plan on all day long. So okay. yeah, oh, I, yeah. My, my whole day is dedicated to yep. it. So yeah, sure. pray oh, for yeah. the '90s. I really want to do that preliminary table. Like I want to taste yeah. the the shit we'll do that it. doesn't make it to the final. Yeah, table. I think that's a good I, thing I because because you have a little bit of idea of. Okay, I tasted you know twenty different things and now lie. I'm at the big table if you I won't will. lie, I kinda wanna do the final table. No, we're well, gonna do both. Gonna do both. Yeah. Yeah. But but what I think is good thing about doing the, the preliminary one is it gives you something to go off of. Right. Not just like yep. I, I, I at think the final I'm up for you're it. you you already in your head, yeah. okay, this is gonna be the, the shit. This is gonna mm-hmm. be the yeah. bee's mm-hmm. knees. Mm-hmm. You already think of that. So it, it, it's it, I think it'd be cool to see what <laughs> maybe doesn't make it to the Yeah. And what's cool is a as a taste judge or if you're working in a judging area, you get to see the head judge tally the scores. So, like on your table. So, if you rem- if you can take like a mental note of mm-hmm. like number one and number two were my favorite boxes. I gave those tens. Yeah. And you can sit. You'll see her score, and you're like, okay, I was right on par. That one first and second place. Or, holy shit, man, I loved it, but they were like not. So my they don't get to go to the final wet. table. Right, so, yeah. Huh. yeah. And then you'll see the difference hmm. in the final table when the food cools off. Okay. You know, because you got to have pretty good stuff cold. Yeah. It's going to sit true. there for a minute before they before they recalculate wow. it, renumber That's the true. box. So on, on that, what you just said really makes sense now that uh, when we're talking about cheating or a, a luck. Yeah. If, if you got a team that's winning constantly or pretty pretty mm-hmm. often – that that says something right there because your judges is never the same and yeah. everybody's taste is different. Yeah. And there's rules you can't everybody puts the meat in the box the exact same. Right. You can't have any foreign objects, nothing that would be considered a marked box or right. disqualified. That oh. way somebody would know, oh hey, this yeah. meat's out of forty five. Yeah. This must yeah. be Frank's. So okay. Yeah. So I mean it's you know, it's then let's say on the preliminary table that might be box number one. Uh huh. And then it gets marked out and it gets renumbered before it goes to the final table. I'm uh, guessing these are yeah. all rules that have come into play because somebody's abused it at Absolutely, some point in time. Yeah. 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 And that's why if you go to non sanctioned cook offs, it's 
well, I call them Bubba Gumps. Yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. it's usually someone's brother in law is running it. Yeah. And somehow he always wins. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? sort, sort of like the fishing tournaments when there's lead in the fish. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. All, yeah. There you go. Oh, that was some good video right Dude, there. Dude, you you're talking about some <laughs> mad fishermen. Yeah. I, those dudes just stood there and took it like a champ, too. They're just, they knew they were caught. Man. Yeah. I mean, yep. Yeah. What do you do at that point? Yeah. At that point, Jeez, when you got what I'd be doing, dudes. I'd be leaving. Yeah. yeah I'd be running because there's like 30 dudes just looking at them like, yeah. we're about to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, God, what was that? About a year ago? or something I remember uh, watching yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, 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 yeah it was some intense video yeah it was yeah. crazy uh, so don't cheat don't there cheat go. don't cheat that's right alright well thanks for listening everybody yeah. uh, we'll see you September 9th September 9th yeah and you'll hear Adios. us before then though. for sure <laughs> hopefully alright good night you've been listening to the Whiskey Bros Around the Table Gracias por convivir con los hermanos Whisky.